You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to the Boss Hogger Liberty Podcast. This is episode number 90 of East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill, and today we are joined by co-host Cade Coger, and as always, Dakota Davis. Today's episode is going to be featuring Mr. Logan Cook. Uh, Logan is a car salesman. He is a comedian. Hey, wait, a used car salesman. Oh, I sell new, too. Don't think I don't. <laughs> hey, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I should have led with comedian. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. You, I, I don't identify as anything. He's a, he's a comedian, a car salesman, and he could beat up any one of us. I don't well, not all of you at the same time, probably. <laughs> I bet you could. Um, and he's also great friends with uh, the one and only Tanner Purdue. Yes, Tanner. Good uh, kid. <laughs> uh, he's a little so, troublemaker. <laughs> just, a little just a little bit. Just a little bit. As is the rest of the crowd. Yeah, right. All right. Today we are going to be talking about uh, some comedy work uh, and uh, being a comedian in this great state of Indiana, we're going to be talking about uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and then we will also be talking about jail reform and uh, the changes that look like they're going to be coming to Henry County's justice system. So we got all that lined up. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. As always, we promise our episodes are going to be a fun and an easy listen. You never know where they're going to go. We have a little bit of an outline, but uh, it's free form, and we have fun together. Uh, number one way you guys can support the show, other than our Patreon, is to like, share, subscribe, give it five stars, unless your mom, you gave me four stars on Facebook, and I'll never forget it. <laughs> the audio quality was bad. It was just rough. Uh, you can always do better, son. Uh, that's the, that's my life. Uh, but seriously, as you're listening, uh, share the tyrannical it. mother. Share, share it with the friends. Uh, that's, how, that's how we grow the show. Uh, what's going on in the Patreon world, Dakota? You got anybody new subscribing? Uh, nobody news. Nothing new this week. No, we're failing. Nothing new this week. We will. Uh, we're, we're at the top we're of the have show. Some great. We've got stuff. something coming up at the end. That's going to be just for the Patreon people. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see Cade get beat up. Cade's going to get his, alert. Yep. Cade's going to get his ass kicked <laughs> just for the Patreon. Going to get wrecked. Well, I don't know. I Anything don't know. for content. I heard three stripe white belt, and I walk in, and it's like Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, what did I sign up for? <laughs> He's got a mustache now, so he can bench press automatically 25 pounds more. Yeah, that's, so, a, that's only when he's wearing his uh, cop uniform, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as, I, as I look over at Cade, Cade's been... Uh, first of all, you brought in a dead animal. It's, it's laid across yeah, the on, table. On my way to the studio on my horse, I saw a perfect coyote pelt <laughs> and uh, took it out to bring it into the trapper. So Yeah, I so, figured I'd share it. So there's peppermint and coyote. I don't know how they go together, but it's Christmas, so there's peppermint on the table. Yep. And uh, now you go to your crafting menu and you put them together. <laughs> <laughs> it turns into a nice fox skin uh, stocking. <clears throat> Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's also something else on the there's metal. What's the metal, Cade? Um, I'm building these custom deer mounts. So if you have a traditional shoulder mount for a buck or antelope or whatever you got on the wall, that's a trophy for you. Do you have an antelope on the wall? I don't. I just have deer. Not yet. Hmm. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I'm selling my Harley, so if you need to buy a Harley, buy it. I'm going to put it into an adventure fund, and we're going to really live out this Red Dead Redemption thing. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, uh, what's your favorite method of hunting? Uh, bow hunting, nice, for sure. Nice. Uh, Absolutely. What kind of bow do you have? Hoyt. Okay. Yep. Nice. I've been wanting to get into bow hunting, so I need. To, yeah. We'll have to talk after the show. Sure. Absolutely. I have a I have a children's bow. If you would like one, <laughs> <laughs> does it come with suction cup arrows? Because if that's the case, then yes. I would love real, Everybody's got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, that's where I started, man. <laughs> hey, started from the bottom, and now you're uh, slightly above the bottom. <laughs> still at the it's bottom. Not, I'm it, still at the bottom. No. It, you're, his is Hoyt, and yours is Nerf. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, Patreon, if people want to support the show, obviously uh, Patreon.com/slash Boss Hog Liberty. Uh, you do get all kinds of cool exclusive content in there. We're going to work on something fun in the uh, in the front room of the studio. Uh, we didn't bring a mat, so we're just going to do this uh, barroom brawl style. But uh, there's going to be a role between Logan and uh, and Cade. Uh, Logan is a, uh, a, a 97th degree black belt in, uh, in, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. No, 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 no. Ninjutsu. Uh, please. Uh, iterate. Uh, if, uh, if my sensei, uh, Steven Seagal heard that online like this, it would be, it'd be very bad. It would be the end. It would be, it would be the end. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Ninjutsu. Uh, I love it. Yes. Right. No, it's a keto. That's what it is. And so, oh, yeah. keto. I'm doing that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got I don't have any carbs. I got you. Roger that. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think Steven Seagal could use some ketones. <laughs> oh, so uh, we've been losing our minds uh, playing playing video games. Mm. I don't do I, I I I play like three video games in the world. I, I was a Madden guy. Okay. I played Call of Duty. Okay, and uh, I would sometimes lose a weekend to Minecraft. And I don't know how that happens. It's more of a social thing where I would play and I would be on with my friends and yeah. we would just dig in the ground and look for cool mm-hmm. shit. We're nerds. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. I also love video games. From the time I was probably 13 to the time I found out that uh, it was fun to uh, hang out with girls, mm-hmm. I played super realistic flight simulator video games. <laughs> like I had a stick and a throttle and rudder pedals. And you had uh, it all. Oh, yeah. I had the setup, dude. I had, I had, it was like in the early 2000s and I had like early head tracking software. And, oh yeah, it was crazy. So uh, if you're on a plane that's going down, you're the guy. Oh, that's my biggest dream. <laughs> <laughs> that is my biggest dream. Like you have every time I get on a plane, I sit down and I like strap in. I'm just like, all right, this is the day. Let, you know, so when you get your tickets, you're like, hey, I'm pretty high ranked on this flight simulator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm like, I always ask the pilot, seat like, me, oh, seat me I'm towards like, the front. I'm like fourth in line in case of emergency. Okay, not if there's they need a doctor, but if they need a third pilot. Like, you you always uh, choose your seat and you pick the emergency aisles. Oh, and no, whenever the whenever the flight stewardess is like, "Sir, are you aware this is an emergency exit? And are you capable of doing it, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am?" Are you aware I'm a I'm, pilot? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I'm more than capable. Like I just want to hear that announcement. Like the pilot's had a heart attack. The the co-pilot uh, has diabetes. He's passed out. Does, is anyone on this plane a pilot? And I can be like, "Well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I think I can figure it out." Planes aren't that hard to fly. Hmm. They're all different. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would do the flight simulator like a little bit. Three hours of actual flight flight experience, like the so. Microsoft flight simulator. Yeah, I could, so I could do. I could do like or pilot, pro pilot. Was that what it was? Yeah, there was pro pilot. I played yeah. uh, combat flight simulator two and three. That was like my jams. Yeah, uh, I was like the best in the world at it at one point. But it was like five hundred people that played, so it wasn't yeah. like that big of an accomplishment. But it was kind of cool. 
You know, I feel like if it came down to it, I do enough with heavy machinery and tractors. I can probably figure. They're it. all the same. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I could I could fly a plane. Okay, I was mm. I was finding that helicopter. I was out. Oh of my, yeah, I, it was That's a different thing. It was totally <laughs> they're different. They're yeah. Way harder to fly. <laughs> way harder to fly. Much more complicated. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And then uh, it's it's Have gone. Played Battlefield Four. Like gosh, but, even. Even dumbed-down helicopters are hard to fly. <laughs> yeah. I, I would always fly at Meigs Field. That's gone now, but that was there used to be an airport in the lake in Chicago. Mm. Like, legitimately, real life, there was uh, there was an airport there. And then the mayor uh, just said, the hell with you people. I'm shutting it down, and he ripped out the runway over the weekend one, one time. Over the weekend, over, yeah. It, it was it's kind of like 14th it Street, Newcastle. Yeah, basically the same authority. <laughs> <laughs> so what, the same what games are you guys playing right now? Red Dead, I so assume. So Red yeah. Dead is what has been killing us. And, uh, like See, I, I, won't let my, I can't let myself do it. Like what I, what I said is I don't play a lot, and then when I do, I get into it. I, I downloaded Red Dead. You met Chris earlier. Mm. Chris was our behind-the-scenes guy, and Chris came over a couple, nights, a couple weeks ago on a Friday night we said, all right, let's buy I, was, I impulsively bought it. I put no thought into it at all. I bought the game, 82 gigs. We were going to play. It never even downloaded that mm-hmm. night. It took all night to get the thing downloaded. Um, yeah, how, so, how is it that we've regressed with video games? Yeah, you used to have the disc and you could play immediately. <laughs> right? now, it's, yeah. now you need to plan it like a day and a half ahead that you're going to You could ride your bicycle to Blockbuster and pick up a Sega Genesis game and play it within 10 minutes. There's eight years <laughs> to plan it worth out. of coding inside Red Dead Redemption 2. Eight years. It's going to take a minute to get that on your Xbox. So well, <laughs> tell the nerds to figure it out. They already got this far. They can this make is it what faster. pre-ordering is for. Yeah, the, yeah, the nerds that pre-ordered. I was an impulse <laughs> purchase. They, they do not reward the impulse buy. Uh, we, can, we can communicate with robots on Mars, allegedly. but we can't immediately play Red Dead Redemption 2. So it, it took me uh, a day to download, and then uh, I, I think it's going to take me three years to finish the yeah. game. I am on pace, but it's going to take me forever. I'm like 10% in, and I spent a significant amount of time over the weekend. So as we've been playing, though, you guys are way further ahead. You're done with the game, Cade. Yeah. Oh, story I'm How many I'm hours like was it? 16%. Storyline. How many hours did you put in? Uh, I, don't, I didn't look at it. I didn't look at the stats. <laughs> you don't well, want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I feel bad about myself. And <laughs> Dakota, Dakota, you're 16%? Yeah. And I'm like 10 so and, and I noticed the other day they're set up so there's like these different states or these areas in it, and you end up with like a uh, I don't, what the hell do they call it? It's like a bounty on your head, basically, yeah. or a, a fine that you have to pay in these states. So you have to stay out of one state into the next. And as you play the game, it tells you to go break these laws. Basically, you go do whatever. And I thought everybody's experience in this game is going to be different. You play it, and think different things happen as you go along. Those so, damn O'Driscolls. So and the O'Driscoll clan is jumping is causing out of trouble out of the for bushes. Me. I want to know. I I want like a segment (laughs) of confession. Like what happened this week? As you're playing this game, as you're going along, a confession of here's the crime I committed, and here's here's how it went wrong, and here's you know, how much did it cost you? (laughs) What did you do? So we'll start with Dakota. All right, I got to go. And I I know yours is probably gonna be much worse than mine. I feel bad about what I did, but I've I can only imagine. Mine was a total mistake. Is what I'm is what I'm gonna go with. The story I'm going with was a total mistake. I, uh, that's going to be like, they feel real bad about it. That's going to be like when they raise our taxes to build a new jail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, so what happened was I was hunting legendary animals. There's legendary animals on the map that you can hunt and you can sell their fur and carcasses for big bucks. And, uh, I hunted the legendary wolf. I killed the legendary wolf and I took its carcass back to the mobile trapping Station uh, down sounds by like a Jordan Peterson lecture. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that would be a lobster. We killed the mythical wolf. Yes, uh, metaphor. The, uh, so I I kill the wolf and I take it to the trapper that's north of Strawberry, 
I get there and it's my first I've time. I've only been to Valentine. I, it's my first time dealing with this guy. So that's why I wanted to go to him. And I I sell my, my fur, sell the carcass, everything goes well. And then I get a notification that says you can uh you can craft a jacket out of this out of the wolf fur. And I was like, wow, that'd be awesome. So I went up to him and in my excitement I pressed the left trigger to prompt to talk to him before the prompt showed up. Uh, that does that you, fire the gun? You, you skinned your smoke wagon. So yeah, I I aimed my pistol. Oh no! Did you guys know that was Billy Bob Thornton <laughs> in that movie? It's one of my favorite movies ever. I just yeah. found out like three months ago. <laughs> I, was, I watched. I was watching through the credits after I watched. It, I was like, no yeah. shit, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Amazing, right? I think I saw it on a meme from someone that had the same realization as you. It was, it was incredible. <laughs> Life-changing. It might have been your picture. It might have been. I quoted that thing. I've quoted that <laughs> line so many times. Mm. But I, I pointed my pistol at him. He got very angry. Oh, yeah. And he started shooting at me. And then I had to kill him. <laughs> so I shot him back. And uh, now he hasn't returned. And he won't return. He's gone in the game. So I only have him. There's only one trapper I can go to now. Oh, no. Yeah. So... Did I get that fast travel unlocked? I, I did. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Do games the like still have cheat codes? No. Uh, I think they're... Not in the console world There anymore. might be. I haven't looked any up. There it's probably re- That's are more of a PC thing because you're constantly... People are constantly uh, I think more open not, sourcing. It's more like code. glitches that people mm. take advantage of now. Oh, that used to be my favorite thing. Yeah. Halo 2. You just uh, like AB, 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 yeah. up the arrow oh, up yeah. and all that crap. Well, yeah. And in the, certain the, games... The, uh, the shrill cries... <laughs> of preteens getting sniped on ascension when you would super jump on to the you're, top. You're just a camper. Oh, uh, God. Like, the, the best was when they would get so angry and then you would hear their mom tell them to quiet down. Uh, those were the days, man. I long for those days. Meatloaf. Jonathan! You're I, taking man, this too were, far. Those, those were my favorite, like, probably my favorite video game days were playing, like, Halo 2 online. And just messing with people. Like, I convinced a guy, well, many, actually several people. It was like, I had shticks I would run. Like, I would convince people I was blind and playing with a Braille controller. <laughs> <laughs> like, every, I, would, I was pretty good. So, like, when I was tracking a guy, getting ready to come up on him, I would just, I would just go beep, 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 and just jack him. And you do that enough times, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Well, then you'd have to sell it, right? So... I would uh, every once in a while I'd just start shooting into a corner or spinning in circles, and I'd be like, "My brown machine is malfunctioning." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to keep derailing you guys. Oh, so this is welcome to the club. <laughs> we do it all the time. Uh, I all think right. my crime was it was also an accident. I was uh, on my way to the trapper in Saint Denis, and I was on my horse. And you get into town there, and there's it's like really tight. And uh, I turned a corner, and there's a guy walking across the street, and I hit him with my horse. <laughs> Uh, and that's basically when you're in the middle of the city. That's an immediate uh, death sentence. Oh yeah, the cops come after you, and I just had to blast my way out of the city. <laughs> <laughs> I finally got away from him. It took me probably a good half hour. What but was your fine? What it cost? I, it ended up being like six or seven hundred dollars. Oh man, yeah. One time, one. This is a funny story. One time, there was in a building right next to the sheriff's office in Valentine. There was a little notification that there was a stranger there I could talk to. So I was like, I'm going to go talk to this stranger. And I thought it was right outside the sheriff's station, but it was actually like to found, the left. You found the wrong stranger? Yeah, I, I saw a sheriff, and I'm like, this must be the guy. And I keep trying to talk to him, keep greeting. And I had a bounty, 
And it took a while for him to finally alert everyone that that you were the that problem. I was the guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I just kept antagonizing the dude. I'm like, wow, you look rough. Or like, <laughs> no one should have to see those teeth. Like, I just kept saying these things to him because I'm like, dude, get the mission started. And then finally, he started shooting at me and all the sheriffs came. And Did you die? No, I didn't. I just hopped on my horse and ran away. You just ran your way out. Yeah. So I, uh, as you go, this is like the audiobook version of Twitch. (laughs) (laughs) As as you go through this game, it tells you to do. We need tokens. (laughs) I'm still trying to find my way through. And it, uh, it, it's like go to this. You're collecting debts for somebody. So I'm trying to find this girl. I go to this town, and there's this girl in the sky. And uh, every time I don't get off my horse, I just walk up to them and I try to talk to them. And instead, they just run away. <laughs> so <laughs> I and I don't know what I'm trying to do. I finally went back and watched a YouTube video to see how it's actually supposed to go down because I'm just making it up as I go along. So I run up to this lady and her boyfriend runs away and he was like yelling at her or something. So I chase after him and He's yelling at her about the money that that, I, that they probably owe yeah. me. So I get up to him and I, I I knock him down and I finally I wound up killing him accidentally and that and then it, whatever so you walk away and you come back and what have I they, done magically they respawn he was really hard to kill too it did not want me to accidentally kill him I had to shoot him like fourteen times uh, finally he died and I walk away and he comes back I come back to the town and they're magically reincarnated and I go back and I'm like well that didn't work let's try again so I talk to her and she runs all the way out of town again. And I tried to talk to her, and it wound up that I killed her. Uh, and this time there was a witness, uh, some oh, guy yeah. driving by on his horse, on, yeah. uh, like on a wagon with a couple of draft horses. Do you kill the witness, or do you defuse it? So I shot the witness in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, There was another witness that saw I that thought, one. No, no, it didn't inspire How many people am I going to kill? No, so it's like, okay, well, the witness is gone. He's dead. And I'm like, well, now his horses are here. So I detach the horses and I get on the draft horse and I tell my horse to follow. I'm like, well, I got a draft horse now. And I just come across this place. It's a stable in this. It was in the middle of nowhere. Um, so I sold the horse. I'm like, well, I already committed the crime. I'm going to sell his horse. Have you unlocked unlo- fences? Like $2.50. Yeah, there's a fence available too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I fence a horse? I can sell it to a stable or I could fence it. Yeah. There's, there's one yeah. fence where you could take a whole stagecoach. No kidding. And sell the whole stagecoach. Yeah, that's, a, that's one mission. Yeah, it opens up. Oh, I did that oh, already, but I I did that mission, but I haven't. You know, I don't, whatever. Yeah, you and can take horses or stage. You can, I can, can just find that guy wagons again. Yeah, and take them in there. Well, I killed stages. the guy. I should have sold the whole wagon, but instead I just stole one horse, yeah. like a novice, and I now sold you it. Up. I got two dollars and fifty cents. Where out you of messed it. up, you could have. I probably fast traveling. Did by you now. guys? Did you guys catch the South Park episode? We uh, talked about it was this. excellent. Very good. <laughs> it was awesome. It was very good. Very good. The game's so realistic. Can you guys yeah. can you recreate Mr. Hands in it? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. What? Hands? I don't know what that means. Uh, out there. All right. If you guys don't know. <laughs> yeah. You guys aren't yeah. entrenched in the internet enough. It's like a goatsy thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Kay, do you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. You 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 swim in the same circles. <laughs> <laughs> it's like where catfish go. It's not good. Yeah. Bottom feeders. Yeah. Uh, the internet's a dark place. It is. Yeah. 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 That's the best part about it. Definitely yeah. can be. You get trapped in these dark places, and you go on Facebook, and you see all the normal people, like your, you know, your family, and you think, "Wow, these people live very sheltered lives." Mm-hmm. I've seen some things. <laughs> <laughs> I have an older brother. That's that was something that 
he would always troll me with was tell me to go to these websites and they're, oh yeah, just <laughs> scar you for life. Me at yeah. spin.com. <laughs> yeah. <That's a> good <laughs> one. Don't know it. Not Pen, going. Uh, check out Penn Island if you haven't if you haven't had a chance. No, nope, not doing it. <laughs> Pretty good. We're gonna have to mark this one explicit as well. <laughs> we haven't done anything wrong yet. If they if, if the kids type it in, that's on them. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Personal accountability. Yeah. So uh, other things we'll wrap up real quick before we get into the uh, the real conversation with Logan. I'm looking across the room at a nameless deer. Uh, last week, uh, before Cade just brings in dead animals now. He's like the cat that uh, that just drags shit in here. I'm just a really uh, good hunter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chase. Uh, yeah, Chase has never brought us anything. Chase is our other co-host. He was okay. on last week, and uh, he's he goes he wears he goes deer hunting just so he can wear camo, but he hasn't killed anything since he was a teenager. Um, but he couldn't do the show three weeks ago because he was hunting. He was out in the woods for like four days and didn't. I don't think he even saw a deer. He's too busy tweeting. Um, <laughs> Do it for the gram. Stop me when I'm wrong. Uh, he's like the uh, the Tommy uh, uh, the Tommy uh, Tommy. God dang it, Hillfigure? No, that's no. what I was gonna say. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. No, Parks and Rec, Tommy. Oh, yeah. Tom Tom oh, Haverford. Tom Haverford. He's the Tom yeah. Haverford of the show. He's he just, he's, oh. just, he's just the IG guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Chase Tom. He uh, he never brought us a deer. Cade Cade brought us a deer, but we were gonna name it last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, we put up a poll. It's out there now on the Boss Hog Facebook page. Uh, one of you guys can check and see how it's doing. I, I looked yesterday. It's a seven. Tom Haverford, my wife, finally finally posted. <laughs> <laughs> way to way to be Johnny on the spot, sir. Um, we we had two options: John Chow or Mac or Mac. I said Mac on the show last week because it was hit by a county highway truck. Ooh. His rack is a little. He's been glued back together. A lot, or, of, a lot of racks have these days. Or uh, <laughs> he's had, it's had some work done. Uh, or uh, or John Chow, which if we if it, if John Chow makes the comeback and wins, like five years from now, it's going to be hilarious because nobody's going to have any idea what what that story was. Yeah, but, uh, John Chow is the uh, missionary that was killed. Oh, <laughs> that guy! Yeah. That guy! Woo! Yeah, it's yeah. going to be mm. that's going to be like a mm. deep deep cut. Yeah. I wanted uh, I I wanted John Chow to win really bad because just like what you said in five six years whatever, we're gonna be like that's John Chow on the wall and everyone's gonna be like who the heck is John Chow? Google so, it. You know how good satellites are now. Like there's pictures of Area 51. They can see oh, yeah. submarines underwater. That means that there's probably like way better satellites we don't know about. Does that mean that somewhere there's video of what happened to that guy? <laughs> yeah. Because there's nothing I want to see more. Because, you know, we went to the island three times. Like, multiple times, yeah. Yeah, 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 he he went there once when they started throwing arrows, and he's like, ah, Jesus isn't here yet. Uh, Gets back in his boat, paddles off, goes back again. Writes his diary. Goes back again, gets to the shore, gets pushed back again, like the the Persians at Marathon. (laughs) Next thing you know, he decides to wade into the island. Like, good Lord, he wrote wrote in his diary that he knew he was going to die. Yeah. Somebody and then somewhere he, and then he sees the satellite phone that. to send out the picture to people. Somehow it gets back out so we can all read it. And then he goes in and gets, gets wonder, whacked. What were those? God, the islanders were very patient, I feel like. <laughs> they were. They, they were like, yeah. just leave, please. <laughs> Three <laughs> strikes, you're out. <laughs> it's like a rattlesnake. You we know, made, it warned you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we made 40 spears in the 40s when the Americans <laughs> left, like, junk on our beach. And we only have, like, four left. We can't use them on you. Yeah, <laughs> or they left a whole the, uh, the the Hong Kong people left a whole boat out there. Yeah, there's the a primrose. ship that they've just been using for uh, for for air. We artificially introduced the Iron Age to these people. Mm. 
Do you guys know about cargo cults? No. Oh, is that is... like people wear cargo pants? Well, if that's the case, then I belong to one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that says cargo pants are stupid, get out of town. Yeah. Uh, that's where I keep my phones. It's a man purse. Well, it's just for carrying things. You yeah. never. I mean, every every which self-respecting men, man I, has gear on. Why don't we carry purses? Like, why did why does that become a thing? Why is it unmanly to carry a purse? I mean, modern you, social. Stories. Dakota just has his yeah. fanny pack, and that's enough. I, I'll wear a fanny pack all day. Yeah, I have a I have a great fanny pack that I wear whenever I'm hunting and kayaking. Yep. Love it. Keep but my muzzleloader supplies. I right think here. that carrying a purse would come in super handy sometimes. I prefer a fanny pack. It doesn't have. Quite I think the our same society content. really messed up. <laughs> All right. So anyway, you can wear. You this can wear is a fanny purse. pack talk. Episode ninety of the Boss Talk <laughs> podcast. Jeremiah Moral, Dakota Davis, Cade Coger, and Logan Cook. No cargo cult. So uh, in the forties, uh, during World War II, uh, in the Pacific, we uh, had an island hopping campaign. You know, we'd go from island to island to get closer to the Japanese mainland. And inevitably, when we'd leave these islands, we would leave behind all kinds of stuff. Boxes, metal, runways, et cetera, et cetera, airplane parts. But while we were on the island, the, 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 the indigenous people there got used to, you know, the Americans being there, giving them food, uh, you know, giving them easier ways to start fires, weapons, et cetera, et cetera, medicine. Well, then when the Americans left, they went back to the Stone Age, but they still had all these remnants, right? So there's several of these islands in the South Pacific where there's these cultures that uh, have developed like a religion around, uh, uh, like a, myth of, a mythos around the American GIs. So they will bi- take like, around these, their Zippo lighter that yeah, was left exactly. <laughs> but they'll, they'll 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 take like um, you know pieces of things that w- were left on the island and then uh, you know tree parts or whatever, and they'll build planes. Like, what? like yeah. yeah, they'll build like I'm not. I mean, they can't fly, buddy. But yeah, like, they, they, well, the wings don't. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Like but a like real it's plane. idols. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they worship them because they want the they want the you know. It's like the new King Kong movie. They're praying for that. World War Three so the guys come exactly. back. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It just shows that technology is uh, it's infectious. So let's let's get to know Logan a little bit. We've we've kind of skimmed the surface. Uh, naturally, a very funny guy. Oh well, thank you, sir. Uh, I've been watching you on the uh, on the Facebook and Instagram for a long time. I think I think Tanner did introduce me to yeah, you. Probably but, so. Uh, probably so. But you know, we followed on Instagram, and you've been uh, uh, you're very good at the social media game. Oh, thanks. The uh, the Edder Ford uh, <laughs> the, the car dealership. The day jobs you're selling yeah. you're selling uh, selling cars in Crawfordsville. That's right. Yep. Which is a big deal. No, it's that's cool. I really enjoy it. It's like. Uh, I don't know. It's just an honest job. It's fun. I enjoy it. Uh, you got a couple out today? No, I didn't. No, I just posted a bunch of pictures. Just the, just <laughs> I got the, backed up a little the bit. The team did. <laughs> yeah. The team did. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so, and, and you've restarted comedy. That's right. You you, yeah. you were doing it a few years ago, and now in the last few months or so, you're you're back on the you're back on the scene. You last week you were in up in Lafayette. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I I started like five years ago, and I, I went pretty hard for three years or so, and. Uh, my mom passed away, and I was just like, I didn't feel funny anymore. And it just took a while to get like you know over it, I guess. And then about three months ago, I just got the, I don't know, like the passion back, and it's like more than ever now. So I've been trying to hit up a bunch of open mics, and yeah, last last week I was in Lafayette, uh, open or well featured for this guy Andrew Kahn. He's like a YouTube celebrity guy. It was pretty funny. He's a nice guy. Very cool. So the uh, yeah, I mean there there's a comedy. It's been great. Obviously, the Bob and Tom show feeds mm, a lot absolutely. of a lot of the comedy. Uh, in the area, and it supports clubs where they, you know, they attract. Uh, well, and it they supports comics in. by giving them jobs as writers and things like mm-hmm. that. That's super important. Exactly, and then you know we we have local bars where you know the uh, 
up in Muncie, Anderson, mm. Lafayette. Sure. There, there are places that uh, that guys can go do open mics, and mm-hmm. you know we have uh, crackers, and we had Morty's for the longest time, mm-hmm. and, and Jokers in Indy. So yep. lots of uh, lots of outlets. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, I think uh, there's rumors we're getting some more soon. So uh, hopefully, you know, it's about the best time ever for comedy, really. Uh, I mean, since yeah, the eighties, this is like the golden age, really. We had yeah. talked about with Brent Terhune because of his. Uh, yeah, because of everything he does on social media, his viral videos, one and of the things. funniest and he's guys, like, man. Hilarious. He's on the forefront of this of this uh, total like media change mm. whenever it comes to comedy and making videos on Instagram mm-hmm. and uh, just figuring it out. And now is Instagram famous because of his uh, mm-hmm. his character portrayal and things. Well, I mean, that's how it happens. I mean, there's different paths to the top of the mountain, you know. Uh, right. Brent Tertune's a hilarious comic, too. Oh, he's it's not, great. It's not just, uh, like, that's it's not, it's not his, just his character. The video, yeah, yeah. He's hilarious. Uh, really good joke writer, really, really clever bits, very good performer. Uh, but, you know, this is like a, I hope it's a launching pad for him to bigger and better things, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm sure he enjoys com- doing stand-up a lot more than, well, I don't oh, know, those yeah. silly videos are amazing, man. Love them. Actually, the comments are the best thing, and I really, I yeah, really the comments are great. I, uh, <laughs> I feed off the comments. Like we had, well, yeah, we had a comment point. today that's on the point our, of them. I shared one of Brent's memes today. Yeah, I saw and, it, yeah. and there was a gift of a comment from somebody that said we're not funny. Mm-hmm. That it was too, it was over the line, and mm-hmm. it made my day. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> because it was it was the opening. It was it was I, I was having a I was blue. And then this comment came along and said it's not funny, and I said we double checked. It was very yeah. funny. <laughs> yep. No, we voted for nothing. We won. Yeah, Brent's a kindred spirit in that sense. <laughs> I, I, one of my favorite things in the world is trolling people online. Like I'm, I, I, I could write a manifesto on it. You, you got this is a. I almost don't want to say it live. This is a, this is a, a secret tip for all people that like to all right, cause listen, a little trouble. Okay, if you're driving in your car. You're the only one that's allowed. The subscriber only can hear this. That's Everybody right. else, you got to put earplugs in, earmuffs. For anybody <laughs> else in the car, this is just for the subscribers. You want to take advantage of this and get on Patreon. Anytime you're in an argument online, whether you're being serious and backing an opinion that you truly hold and, and making good points about it, or if you're trolling people for effect, the number one technique to be successful is to like or love your own comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Because with I and I'm I I I wish this was hyperbolic. With one hundred percent certainty, if you do that, the person will say, "Oh my God, you like your own comment," <laughs> and then it start, You just derail them. <laughs> you derail them into whatever you want. And so the, the, the best the next, part is the that they're checking who's liking your comments. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, because they're like so mad. Like, no, no score. one, no one can have this opinion. There's a there's a local uh, uh, person on Facebook who uh, he goes by a false name on Facebook, and he I guess uh, you would call him our local provocateur. Mm. Who uh, his name's Alexander Lott. Is it Tanner? on Facebook? Is it Tanner? No, no. I feel not. like it's Tanner. I can't give up his identity. Um, uh, does it rhyme with banner for do? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is not. Wait, I mean, wait, wait, wait. his profile picture is actually other. him. But his oh, I what I love is that if you are debating with him on uh, one of his Facebook posts, he will love react. Every single comment. Every mm-hmm. single comment. <laughs> even even if you're arguing with him, he yeah. will love react yeah. your comment. Yep. See, the, and there, there, there's progression. There's different steps to different techniques, just like jujitsu. There's paths, right? 
So when somebody <laughs> questions why you like or love your own comment, the proper response is not liking or loving your own comment shows a lack of conviction. <laughs> why aren't you Just liking your own? Choose your own story. A lack of conviction. It, yeah, it's a, yeah. It, you're, you're, I don't believe that you have any uh, real faith in your position. No, it really like makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. And then, they, then they'll start calling you a narcissist and everything else. And then you can take it whichever way you want. And then if someone maybe like, uh, I don't know, angry faces one of your comments, I like to ask. Them, I like to ask. No, I like to ask them to make it a smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> what like, can, can I you, do to change? That? Yeah, can you please change that? <laughs> I'm sorry, you accidentally clicked angry face, mm-hmm. and uh, we were we only accept smiley face. Or I say, or I say, or I'll just say that I, you know, the, I reported you or something. That makes people <laughs> furious, even if it's frivolous. Yep. Uh, oh man. Well, I have so many. St- oh gosh, you, you, I definitely want to tell you guys this. You really this do story. need to write a book, like. It, or at you least really a, just a YouTube, YouTube series. All right, this, is yeah. like, this is probably like a 10-minute story. We got time for this? Oh, we got all the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We got all the time. So <clears throat> uh, I love trolling people, like I said, right? And uh, I before I started selling cars, I was the assistant manager of a Christian thrift store uh, and then became the manager, actually. So I was the manager of a Christian thrift store, I guess. And uh, it's a very boring job for the most part. You're just like managing like ref- like criminals trying to work off community service debts or, um, you know, older ladies that are trying to have something to do while, the, you know, while their husbands are, you know, mowing the lawn or whatever. Uh, so I had a lot of spare time. And one day it was near Halloween and I had the idea, huh, there are actually people out there that think they're witches. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really funny to join a Facebook group of those type of people. Yeah. And then try to employ one of them for my child's Halloween party. <laughs> so I just go on there and make a post. I'm like, hey, I'm looking for a witch uh, to come perform at my child's Halloween party. Uh, he's six years old. There's probably going to be around 25, uh, six to eight-year-olds, parents as well. Um, you know, money isn't an option. Uh, or money isn't an object. I, I'll fly you out from wherever you are. Within seconds, there were just <laughs> dozens of comments about that is not what we do, and all this stuff. I'm like, listen, you don't have to do anything. Like, just stand by the bobbing for apples thing and like look scary, but not like too scary, right? And then they kept coming at me and were being really mean. And I was like, hey, you're gonna need to calm it down, or those kids are gonna get really freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, the one comment I remember before getting banned was you have no idea how powerful we are <laughs> and my response that got me banned was oh i think i do <laughs> <laughs> well then that progressed after that i told them i have you know I, my buddies were all very similar we have this uh, ongoing facebook group uh, group chat i told them about it and sent them all the screenshots which i still have i need to publish the screenshots sometime uh then we had just we as a group decided we should infiltrate a group of people that think they're psychics. <laughs> <laughs> so to our they never saw it coming. Ah, but I don't bunch. And let me say this about the witches. They were very perceptive. They smelled it out quick. And maybe I came on too strong. I don't know. But they 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 they, they figured it out real fast. To our just absolute delight, we found a Facebook group called Psychic Readings and Discussions. It's still on Facebook, I believe. Uh, it had like 11,000 members. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> like this, man, this is a target-rich environment. <laughs> yeah. 
So we join and we kind of lay low for a little while and kind of get the lay of things, right? This group, uh, there were a lot of people in there uh, giving readings, psychic readings, palm readings, tarot readings, uh, and charging people money for them. And that rubbed all of us the wrong way. Yeah. And we're like, okay, we got to like do something in here to like take it, like do, you know, I don't know, maybe like at least expose them a little bit. And then there were other people in there that were just giving free readings. And I didn't care about those people. Eh, whatever. Like, you're just, you're probably some chick that has crystals in her bedroom or something. Eh, whatever. <laughs> you're not hurting yeah. anybody. Yeah. But then people would ask about, like, dead relatives and post pictures of people that had passed on or kids that were missing. And it's like, man, some of this stuff is really heavy. Well, so we decided, okay, we, if we're going to do this, we need to have, like, a little bit of, like, a moral code with it. So it's like, we're not going to give readings to anybody that's asking about dead people. We're only going to say nice things to people. We're not going to ever say, like, oh, you're, you know, you're gonna die. On yeah, Thursday. I see. You yeah, really I see, your stuff yeah in exactly. Order. Nothing like that. Just, just nice things, right? Give people some hope, and then eventually, like, pull the plug on it and just pull the rug out and be like, "Look, none of us are psychics. We're just like above average intelligence and not gullible. Like, it's easy to do this stuff." So we looked up all these techniques on like cold reading and things like that, and it's not hard at all, especially on Facebook. Because whenever, so no, you've yeah. got time. You're not. Yeah, in, I was, uh, about to yeah. People put everything about their lives on Facebook. Yeah. You just go to their profile and read it back to them vaguely, and everyone believes it because they're self-selected to believe it in that group. <laughs> it's fantastic. So we started like slow. The people would post pictures of like a room, and they'd be like, "I felt a weird energy in here." And we'd be like, "There is definitely a weird energy in there. It's over by the light in the corner." And they'd be like, "That's exactly where I felt it." And it's like, "Oh, confirmation bias. Sweet. This is how we do this, right?" So we do this for a couple weeks and we become me. It's my friend Luke and my friend Adam and I, we become the most prolific psychics on this website. <laughs> like, you get your, your gold star badge. I mean, people are uh, like posting. Well, cause we, we started asking people to like give us like reviews. So they post in there and be like, Oh my gosh, he did such a good job. He gave me so many insights about my life, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, well then we started getting people messaging us privately for readings. Those that's where things got a little dicey. So I got those are the premium ones. Now you got to start charging money. Well, no, just (laughs) no. I I am a I am a piece of shit, but (laughs) I do have have like I have a weird moral compass. It's like a moral compass in the Bermuda Triangle. It spins around sometimes, but it's still there. You probably wouldn't have sold that horse for two dollars and fifty cents like I did. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyways, uh, I get a message this day from this girl. Her name was. What's it? her name was Kara and uh she was she was pretty so I was and she asked for me for a, a private reading I was like oh, why not well I go to her Facebook page I see that like she is in a relationship with this guy named David um they'd been together like three months it looked like they broke up at one point and got back together I looked at like some of her quotes and stuff and I just read it all back to her in really vague terms I'm like does, does the word d or does the letter d have any meaning to you <laughs> and then I, and, you, and you say things like um like I, I sense November is a really important month. Well, because you have a one in twelve chance that her birthday's in November, a one in twelve chance her boyfriend's birthday's in November, or in ad infinitum a friend's family, etc. Or she just likes Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, it's a time where people come together. It's usually important to people. You could do the same with December. Yep. Uh, and it it always works. And I said that, and she's like, "Oh my God, that is really you know that's when my boyfriend and I got together, you know." And then I said, I, and then you use vague imagery. So like I said. Um, you know, I when I, I when I when I look at the picture you sent me, I she sent like a picture of her face for the reading. I was like, when I look at the picture, I just I see a bridge, and I think it's just a time in your life where you're really kind of crossing over into a different uh, a different phase. And it's oh my gosh, it eats it up, eats it up, right? 
uh, and you know, thanks me for all of it, what have you. And I'm like, hey, can you post in the group and give me a review or whatever? So she does. And uh, it's so funny to me at this point, like how, how ridiculous. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I'm a jiu-jitsu guy. I love MMA. There's this MMA website called The Underground. Are you guys familiar with The Underground? Yep. Uh, it used to be way cooler than it is now. It It's kind of like, it sucks now a little bit. I hate to say it. Because it jumped the shark. No, it's just, I, I don't know. It, it's a bummer. Like, I'm a nerd and I love internet forums. And it used to be just like the Wild West and it was so fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, they, it was like Facebook. Yeah, yeah, now, exactly. Now Facebook's supposed to be PG as of But today. they still, they've done a lot of good things for the sport and they still do and they probably still will for a long time. It's a great place. Uh, but there's a section on it called The Other Ground, which is for all non-MMA talk. But it's the same people that would be on the MMA site. And MMA draws kind of wild types, right? It's, oh, yeah. It's a, they're they're kind of people crazy people. People who enjoy yeah. seeing men beat each other yeah. up, you know? So I and, uh, and uh, there was always, like, people messing with people or posting funny things. So I was like, you guys got to I made a post that said, uh, I've been giving psychic readings. I'm not a psychic. And just posted <laughs> all the screenshots of everything, right? <laughs> and people are loving it. All, everyone's just, like, hilarious, you know, going through the lines. Well, the other thing about the underground is that it's a uh, they give out free like lifetime memberships of like to pro fighters, and you get a different colored name if you're a pro fighter. You get a green name if you're a paid subscriber. You, you get a blue name if you're not. You get a black name, right? Well, uh, there was a guy in the UFC named Nick Dennis. Uh, he fought. He, I think he ret- he retired because of like worries over traumatic brain injuries, like. When he was like thirty, he was really, but he, he he it was like probably five or six years ago. But he he had the first standing elbow knockout in the UFC. That was like a big deal at the time. <clears throat> so and I when I posted the screenshots of this conversation, I blacked out the girl's information. You, you know, trying to be yeah. a nice guy. You're right? trying to be yeah. yeah. But I left her face because she was cute. You're going all CIA <laughs> and redacting everything, but uh, yeah. but the pertinent information. He he. <laughs> He quotes the the post or the original with the girl's image, and he goes, "Dude, not cool. I used to date her." <laughs> Is he David? And and uh, and uh, and everyone, you know, people on there are tricksters. Everyone's messing with each other. So I was like, "Bullshit! What's her name?" And he goes, "Kara." And I was like, "Oh shit! <laughs> I'm gonna get beat up by a UFC fighter." <laughs> so. Five hundred dollars off at Logan Editor Four. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I say I was like, look, man, like I didn't say anything rude to her, or mean. Like this is it's it's stupid that she believes in this. It's bad for her to believe in this kind of thing. Don't you think we should like help her, like maybe get a better view of the world and not put so much faith into like silly things like this? Into and, random dudes on the internet and, and, and pretend and, like they know what's yeah, going on. And I was, and then I said, or if like I don't know how you guys left things. Or you could feed me a bunch of information, <laughs> and I could keep going with this. Well, it was that was late at night. I went to sleep. The next morning, I am banned from psychic readings and discussions. <laughs> <laughs> and I oh, have no. I have a wall of text message from this Kara girl, just reading me the riot act. I'm the worst person in the world. I can't believe that you would do something like this. I mean, just. Every, I mean, everything, every name in the book, right? So I message her back and I say, look, I'm really sorry that I hurt your feelings. I did not mean uh, to cause you any harm in any way. This was something, it was just a joke. You know, I thought, I just think it's, I think it's uh, unfortunate that people 
um, take advantage of others in these situations and, and you know extract money from them by lying to them. And I think it's uh, probably important that maybe you in the future know to maybe not believe everything you see, right? And I said, uh, oh, and the other thing was in her in her message, she said I, oh, about how that I posted on an internet forum her personal information. Mm-hmm. And mm. so I ended the message and I said, and by the way, I don't know what your ex-boyfriend told you, but I, d- I didn't post any personal information of you. I, I said your, your picture was on there, but your name, everything like that was blacked out. Uh, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry I did that if that hurt your feelings, but I, I, didn't, I didn't post your information. I shit you not, dude. The message she sent back was, uh, well, that's, he did tell me that, but he's not my ex. Uh-oh. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And I was like, well, what happened? And she's like, I don't know. We just kind of, just kind of we got distant and we just, we never really got together on things and what, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, you know, I was like, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, you know, I, I hope you I hope you have a great life, whatever. And she goes, do you think you could give me a reading on what happened between us? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So she thought that the personal information was because <laughs> you were actually guessing all of this and trying to reveal it to people. I, I, I in, the, in, the, in my first reply to her, I, in no uncertain terms, said, I am not a psychic. I'm doing this for fun, and you should believe you shouldn't but believe you, everything. But you, you really are a psychic. Oh yeah, you're just, a, yeah. You're just not selling. <laughs> yeah, that's how I sell it. Well, there's yeah. a there's a you're just a humble so, bragger. Hey, uh, uh, okay, so that, this is a funny part of the story. Was after like the first week of and like the unparalleled success that we all had at this. All three of us, like different people, like we would talk amongst ourselves, but we all had ec- just amazing. I, I either hear a coyote or a siren. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> The ghost of Cade's coyote. (laughs) Cade's dick got harder. I'll be right back. I'll I'll be right back. I'm going to take care of something. Hang on. (laughs) I can just see the bloodlust raise up into his eyes. Oh, yeah. Uh, He hasn't had blood. He hasn't had mammal blood on him in three hours. There's a man named Guy P. Harrison, and he wrote the book 50 Things People Believe, but uh, that. Wait, 50 Things People Believe That Are Not True Mm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. He's one of the leaders in the skeptic community, mm-hmm. and he he went undercover as a psychic. That's but in real life, at a fair, set up a booth and everything and did cold readings mm. on people. And then by the end of it, after they were all like, oh, my God, how does this guy know everything about me? He, he revealed, I'm not a psychic. I am, in fact, a skeptic, and uh, I'm doing this thing called cold reading mm-hmm. and described to them everything that, like, this is how I guessed your birth month. This is how yeah. I guessed, you know, your mom died, whatever. And they they came out and they were like, he said, usually they weren't thankful at all. Mm-hmm. They were very, very angry. Like we wanted a because, real psychic. Because, yeah. And it wasn't that he had shaken their belief. It was because they, they just thought, this guy's taking advantage of people. Oh. No. He is the one trying to show you exactly. that the other guys are taking advantage of you. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing, after like a week of being super successful, <laughs> all my friends and I, we, or the, the three of us, I guess, we, there was like a moment where we were like, what if we are psychics? That's how I... <laughs> like, like, what, if, what if we've been faking, but yeah, we actually like, had yeah, the skill? What if, like, this seems that's, like weird that's that how we're so I, uh, successful with this. That's how I usually talk about myself. All of my friends, well, the three of us. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, uh, this, well, this one group chat. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> the story doesn't end there. 
This, it gets better. I, I promise this will be the end. It, will, like it can't get minutes. better. It does. I promise. So, so I, Kara and uh, Kara and Logan have been dating for six months now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> certainly not. I She's know. my wife. <laughs> she lived in Canada. She was from Ontario. Or something. Hey, yeah. Uh, There's parts of Ontario that are only three and a half hours away. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Canada was closer than I thought. Hmm. <laughs> Shows how much geography I know. <laughs> uh, no, so. I told her I would give her a reading on why they broke up if she posted in the group and and said that it was a big misunderstanding and got me back in. And she did. You're on the good. I'm back in. I'm back in. So there was a guy on there named Dan Geist, and he was like the big Mac daddy psychic on there. He was the one that everyone wanted readings from. He would only do 10 a week, and he charged like 100 bucks for them. He's probably got a 1-900 number and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was a piece of shit. If you're watching Dan Geist, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I don't even want you, your reading. You wear eyeliner, and you, you prey on idiots. So He senses a disturbance right now. So <laughs> I hope so. So uh, we get the idea to... Uh, my buddy Adam, make, we get the idea to post because he would give t- he would give like five free readings a week away to people to like hook them right. So and five he, to the same person? No, 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 no. Like he would into the group. He'd say, okay. "Hey, first five people to post in here get a free reading," and then they would. But you would have to post how it went and like how good it was to the rest of the group so that he could get customers. Yeah. So I was like, Adam, post like your review of his reading, like a really positive one that you never got. So he did, and this guy immediately messaged him. He's like, I never gave you a reading. And, <laughs> and like, my buddy was like, no, it was in an email. You sent me an email, and I, you gave me a reading. It was, it was really accurate. And this, this dude freaked out. He demanded copies of the email. So like any sane people, you created we a fake fabricated email. emails yeah. and, and, cre- and like Photoshop timestamps. You could serve in Hillary everything. Clinton's future. Uh, future uh, yeah, dude, yeah, she called. Yeah, she called. <laughs> I, I saw it on the I saw it on the caller ID, and I was like, I don't want to get suicided with two bullets in the back of my head. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this one alone. Uh, so we do that, and he loses his mind. He wants Adam to call him and. He wants Adam to talk to the police. He's went to the police because someone is has stolen his identity. <laughs> now this is where th- uh, this is. I'm just going to end the story here because this is the this is the best part. It kind of just petered out after this because uh, he <laughs> they've started figuring out that these three guys that were always like defending each other and they were from the same small town in Indiana, <laughs> the Crawfordsville yeah, Mafia. Yeah, like well, this is weird that three psychics would come from the same town. <laughs> Something in the water. Yeah. So. Uh, I just I, the, the the image of him calling the police and telling them that someone is impersonating him as a psychic, and then they're like, "Well, what do you do, sir?" And he's like, "Well, I'm a psychic." <laughs> and just like, <laughs> <laughs> like just I will, I'd love to hear the copy. Like, all right, buddy, click. Uh, yeah, it was one of my favorite things ever. I still have all the the, the screenshots of everything. I need to make it into a book or something. But it's uh, and you know the the craziest part about it was that we were called a lot of things. We were called. Uh, hackers. Oh, yeah, that, that was the other thing. That he, they, they, we got accused of hacking the website that we, and we never did. We didn't do any of that, but we didn't deny it either. Uh, <laughs> Somebody's going to give you credit yeah, for something. Yeah, you yeah. take the credit. Yeah. Just so, go with it. Yeah. So we got accused of all these things, but not once did we ever get accused of not being actual psychics. <laughs> because nobody in there is an actual psychic. Right, exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like, you just go to psychic. We can't expose these guys. Yeah, it's as real as the South Harmon Institute of Technology. It's it's like 
you know. So I'm gonna save the last, the next troll story for when I get to come back on this show. There we go. And it's about uh, we 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 currently run the two most popular Ethereum web pages on Facebook. And if you don't know what Ethereum is, you probably had a good life growing up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your dad was probably around. It's it's people that. It's not that they identify as animals; they think they are animals. So it's like, it's like people that think they're wolves are a very popular one, and it's usually, unfortunately, like teenage kids. Like, and they wear tails and stuff, and you, you can need, get away. Do you need any pictures with a coyote? You can get away with anything. No, well, I, my name is Lorelai Tallfin, and I and it also it's a very intersectional community. If you if you couldn't have guessed, my my name is Lorelai Tallfin, and I am a female timber wolf slash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> slash genderqueer mega mouse shark slash warg. <laughs> <laughs> and no one questions it. This is a safe place. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay, so take, take the reins back from this. Oh my from God. These stories here. All right. I want to talk to you about Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Okay. Must we? Yeah. Oh. It's le- way less funny. Yeah, we're going to talk about Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, mm-hmm. and I want to talk about how. You can beat up my friend Cade. I don't know, man. Looking at him over there, he's got like a strength <laughs> and honor shirt on. And I'm afraid if he takes his shirt off, he's going to have like SS lightning bolts on his arm. <laughs> all right, Cade, take it's, it off. It's all tractors. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> SS lightning bolts. <laughs> oh, that's good. We've, uh, Cade has he been accused like... of being a lot of things, but never a Nazi. No, no. I'm, <laughs> saying, I'm not saying you believed him. I'm just saying that like you might have been Says a bodyguard. Says the guy wearing a Kekistan shirt. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, They're yeah. the silliest people on earth. I love them. They're just such little pranksters. I can't. I can't look at Cade in the face because he's got this screwed up tooth. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see it. It's, oh, dude, you guys. It's really. So Cade, it's really small. Cade yeah, literally really is growing a mustache to distract from his tooth. That's um, his whole story. That's, I'm, that's the story. I'm really just embracing the Red Dead Redemption thing. You guys don't know anything. Don't know anything about fucked up teeth. <laughs> oh, effed up teeth. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, now. Oh, now oh, four oh, weeks in a row we got a marked explicit button. Explicit. Because we're too lazy to edit. How are we ever going to book Jim Lucas if we so, keep cussing like this? Is that George Lucas's brother? <laughs> Jim is the uh, state representative who uh, Dakota thinks he has booked for next week. Spoiler alert. Uh, if not, it's just the the boys. And uh, he's a state representative who uh, who's trying to legalize weed and uh, constitutional carry in Indiana. That's awesome. Both worthy causes. There you go. Yep. Uh, no, I... I'm, I love Mountain Dew. I've drank Mountain Dew my entire life. Uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, so you How many take uh, things to the kidney stones have you had? No, none, none. Hmm. I have a, I, I got good genetics. I give it a year. I'm 30. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. <laughs> uh, so my teeth are all messed up. And about, I wasn't going to say anything. No, I get it. About four. four you have perfectly straight <laughs> teeth. Yeah, I know. Now. <laughs> like four weeks ago, or no, four months ago, pardon me. I got a little aggressive with a BLT, and my front tooth fell out. What? You're fake. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fake, man. It's like Grandma Thanksgiving. Yeah. Just, the oh, teeth just came real. out. I did not, not see that coming. <laughs> I didn't either. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, you have perfect teeth. Hey, nice job, Dr. Walker. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm so cheap, though. Like, I, I'm such a miser. Like, I only did the, like, I was like, I ah, just give me the cheapest thing. I can just pop in and out. And like I, I think they want me to go back for implants and stuff, and I probably should because this sucks, and I never glue it in. So like even now, <laughs> it kind of like it vibrates around in my mouth. It has fallen out on stage 
the last three times I do comedy. And like, I, it's gotten so much so it's like I have a little thing I say. It's like it gets laughs. I'm like, God, I guess it's a bit now. Who knows? I'm like one of these guys. You're like Ryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the, with yeah. No arms. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. I, uh, but I, so right. I, I, is I, it Ryan Niemiller? Niemiller, yes. Very I, funny I saw guy. him at Cracker or Morty's uh, probably two years very ago. Very funny. Hilarious guy. guy. Very funny guy. Uh, I have, I, so I, I threw a tube of like tooth glue in my car. So now I'm like, <laughs> I'm like all right, when I go to gigs, glue, glue them in before. <laughs> There's a little post it note on the steering wheel. <laughs> it, it does throw you a off. A fixed like, glue. <laughs> I bet it does. Uh, <laughs> it's happened on oh, a lot man. talking to customers, like trying to sell a car. Like, hey, look, uh, I'm one commission away from getting real teeth. Okay, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Please help. <laughs> can you lower the spotlight so I can find it? It's either have the temporary ones or feed my kids. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell me about, so with the teeth, mm. you don't have to worry about the chipped teeth like Kay does in, in uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Well, I, you do. Um, I always, I would well, just, I it's just less painful. Piece. I would I go around town pretending piece. like I'm a kick-ass yeah. hockey player. I, got a, I have a mouth guard now that that happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I've always worn a mouthpiece <laughs> since I started. Uh, and the only, it's funny, the only reason was I always hated wearing mouthpieces when I was a kid playing sports. And uh, this tournament I was going to do, uh, you had to wear them. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, I better get used to it. And once I got used to it, I was like, oh, why not wear them all the time? They're, yeah. nice. They're not bad. Uh, but no, actually, so I haven't been training because I have this back injury. So I've been out of the gym for... We have the documents. We saw, yeah, the, yeah, we, yeah. We saw the x-ray. We have the documents. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't understand. <laughs> uh, that's black, a perfect... That was very perfect, well done. Yeah. Black, black helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Interdimensional vampire pedophiles. <laughs> They're coming. Turn on the freaking frogs, gay. They're coming. 1776 will commence again. <laughs> I love Alex. Shoes, man. Excuse me. He's man. one of my favorite people on earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chris Guffey's in the He's chat awesome. now saying that I hate hockey and I love hockey. I'd love to go to a nice game. He's a season ticket holder and the son of a bitch won't take me to a game. He's trying to meet women now and he won't use his tickets on his friends. Americans that All like right. hockey or soccer, I always look at them like, like dogs that have bit people before. It's like, <laughs> I don't know about you. Can't be trusted. Should have yeah. been shot a long time yeah. ago. Uh, Oh, so in jujitsu though, yeah. So I haven't been training. I uh, I've been out probably. I well, actually, I was uh, for about six to eight months. I've been taking it pretty easy, but then when my teeth, this thing happened, I was like, well, this is pretty hard to train with because I was waiting to get a mouthpiece fitted. Well, then I got an MRI, and they were like, hey, you shouldn't train for a while. But I'm gonna I'm gonna blow the doctor's orders and, and try to tap Gabe out tonight because <laughs> because we'll do anything for content and it's only for the Patreon. That's right. So Patreon.com like, slash boss hog liberty if you want to see it. And uh and I have like m- my pain tolerance is just like slightly lower than my pride. So <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, you are a brown belt. Yep. You have forty competition wins. Oh I mean every I single know. one Probably of them. Some of them. Or pro- every, I don't know how many exactly, but over forty. You said uh, you told me that every single one of those is by has been by submission. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I've never won a match on points. Also, mainly because you, I'm bad at wrestling. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever lost on points? I've lost on everything. I've lost way. I've lost a ton. I've lost probably. You're not forty I've, and oh. No, God, no. I bet I've lost way more than I've won. Maybe not way more. It's probably about even. I don't know. Set in five hundred. Like yeah. yeah. You, like you have that's a submission in the Hall of Fame in baseball. Yeah. Right. You invented a submission. I don't like. To say, I didn't invent it. I found it. You it was found there. It. You discovered it. Somebody might have done it before, but no one else had put it online and like and like started hitting it in competition. Is people. that so? You also told us that you've trained alongside Eddie Bravo. Is yeah. that how? Is that how he found you? 
Well, yeah, sort of. Like, I don't know. He has a web, uh, a forum, uh, and then he also posts on the underground or used to. So, like, when I when I started hitting this, is, the gym, is he a psychic too? No, no, no. I don't. Well, well, maybe he might be. He's it depends tin- on it depends on what, what kind what ayahuasca he's. Eddie Bravo is a is a tinfoil hat guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's awesome. He really is big time. And Alex Jones, big time. Yeah, he, big he, time. He loves Alex yeah. Jones. Yeah, yeah. He he outwoke Alex Jones on Rogan's podcast. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Alex Jones is like no the la- no the moon landings actually happened, and Eddie Bravo is like no it's not. <laughs> no, no it's it didn't. <laughs> You're a freaking idiot, Alex. Uh, it's amazing. Let alone the the, the Mars a, landing. He's a great yeah. dude though. Uh. <laughs> no, so uh, I started hitting this in the gym, and um, it started I started catching a lot. And I was my coach had not seen it before, and nobody, none of the people in the gym had seen it. So we, I filmed a little thing and uh, put it on Eddie's forum and on the underground. I was like, "Hey, have you guys seen anybody seen this before?" And uh, everyone was pretty much like, "No." But then, but there was a lot of skepticism as if it would work, like in actuality. Oh, I was yeah. like, "No, I get it." You know, that's it. Until you test something in competition, it's never been. It, you, you don't. It doesn't. It's not proven. But Eddie commented on it. He's like, "Oh, it looks cool." You know, I hope you know if you get some competition wins, whatever. Well, then I started. I hit it. I've hit it three times in competition so far, and uh, once that happened, it like kind of blew up. Like a bunch of websites started sharing it. Uh, people took it more seriously. Well, and then uh, I started going to Eddie's seminars up here in Indy when he would come here to Tenth Planet Indy, and uh, showed him showed him it there live and he knew about it already from online and then uh, you know kind of went from there and then it, it, he incorporated it into his system they call it the go-go clinch and then there's several different moves off of it and uh yeah it feels you know it's cool it's like i'll never be that good at jiu-jitsu i'll never be like some world-class guy but it's cool to have like something like that you've, you've made sweet. an impact yeah. on the sport in so a way. uh when are you gonna get him to come on here <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you might have to uh you might have to like sweeten the pot a little bit for him you might have to say you have like you have some sort of like map to uh to the, the real flatter truth. <laughs> hey, we'll this, show you, you, have this, you have the map to the inner core. Our studio we is have, the same studio that the moon landings were filmed in. Mm, well, I don't know. This now, is, I don't. This is. I don't think Stanley Kubrick has ever been in here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you know your World War One history. Mm-hmm. But we have the. Uh, we have one of the original Doughboys and its original site. We have both of Whoa. them within three miles of the uh, of the studio here. That's so pretty cool. It was. Uh, it was stolen and uh, and relocated. Hmm. So. Stolen Valley. True story. You got yeah. that. <clears throat> so we can show them that. Okay. And if you're out driving and you're listening to this right now, it's kind of slick. Two so hands on the wheel. We don't want to have the just thing hit. Just be very Actually, careful. That is not do, true. Do not you're run better off, that boy. You're better off in slick conditions to drive with one hand on the wheel because you don't overcorrect. That, yeah. A state police officer told me that one time. I could actually see that. Yeah. Well, if you're near the doughboy, <laughs> he'd. Heed this warning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna shift. We're gonna shift a little bit here in our topics. A uh, little bit of a less fun of a topic, but the detention center task force. Which oh, was this a, is gonna be a riot. What are you talking about? Yeah, the, the <laughs> I've got so many jokes. The detention center task we'll force, which is a new uh, kind of committee that has been formed in Henry County uh, to try to mitigate our jail issues. Um, they they had a meeting last night. Uh, December 5th, 2018. It was at the uh, REMC building in Henry County for some reason. Don't know why it was met in a local utility building instead of the courthouse. Apparently, really the other, nice. apparently the other four-letter uh, facility wasn't open. Yeah. It would have been way cooler if it was the REM building. Yeah, that would have been good. <laughs> that would have been really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, What's the frequency, Kenneth? Uh, so Just, you guys don't listen to REM, are you? <laughs> I, I know what REM is. I've never listened <laughs> to it. How old are you? 
Oh, seriously, this is a great question. How old do you think he is? You gotta be. If you don't know, you gotta be like twenty three. Twenty-two. Okay. Well, he's, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling twenty-two. <laughs> I like Taylor Swift. I don't care. I'll listen to my car ball roll the windows up so I don't get a hate crime. From <laughs> uh, all right. Detention center task force. They met up. It's comprised of a bunch of people who uh, who are expertise in this field. That uh, some local counselors and psychologists are also on the on the task force so that they can try to. Talk about drug abuse symptoms, how to treat it uh, more properly than what we do now, than just putting people in cages. Um, one of the main things that I saw that they wanted to focus on was reducing the number of people that we actually uh, send to jail. Mm. So uh, one of the things is getting, trying to get our locality here away from drug abuse. Um, I didn't go last night, so I don't know what any... True libertarian. If anything actually came up, like uh, according to Chris Guffey, it was it was more of the same that's been said. Uh, I don't know because I didn't I didn't go, but I want to know what do you think, Logan, about reducing the number of people that we send in jail because of drug abuse? Well, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm as much I'm like way way libertarian on that stance. I think uh, I think a crime has to have a victim. If there's no victim, there's no crime. So it would be so obviously that's not we can't control that here in the county. Like mm-hmm. sure, so that sure, would be sure. something that we have to lobby the state legislature to do. Um, but one of the other things they wanted to do was shorten jail sentences away for for people who are awaiting trial. So right mm-hmm. now, like obviously, I think it, it was either seventy two percent or seventy two of the people that were in the Henry County Jail were uh, awaiting trial, mm-hmm. and it, most of the time those are because of drug offenses. So we want to get people away from uh, away from that. And uh, the way that uh, I think it was, uh, there's a county in Indiana that kind of did a reformation of their bail system. And what they did was the uh, attorney general's office has a questionnaire that inmates can fill out. And if an inmate passes this questionnaire, answers the questions correctly, uh, and shows that they're nonviolent, then they can serve out and await their sentencing at home. They don't have to take up jail resources. So I thought that was a pretty interesting and a good idea. What Henry Very County, good idea. The one thing Henry County is doing um, to speed up the getting you the hell out, you, you may not necessarily even need uh, need to trial or you're awaiting trial or you're not charged yet. yet. Uh, they're, they've hired a, they're hiring a case expediter, which is expected yep. to be Butch Baker, the outgoing county commissioner there's who a, was a county sheriff there's one prosecutor and also a county judge it's very opposed to that right yeah. now so we'll see how it goes yeah interesting the, it'll be another interesting thing the expectation is that's going to happen and basically you have somebody that's going to look in on the jail and say yeah this guy you know bill smith or whatever mm-hmm. his name is he we can get him out of here quickly and the faster you get somebody out maybe they can go back to work they don't sure. lose their job uh, and instead of having to sit in our jail and we pay for them, right. they, they can be out. And it, whether they're awaiting trial or the charges are going to be dismissed or whatever's going to happen. Right, because uh, one of the things also, just along with the bail, is after they are sentenced and maybe they are a felon, they're going to prison, then they have to sit in the jail and wait for the state mm-hmm. to transfer them. Mm-hmm. So having a county expediter would also fix that issue because it can take two to three weeks sometimes. And that's uh, that's obviously another drain on the resources at the jail. Um, I have on here, how do we fix the bail system? And I, I already kind of saw that article about uh, getting just 
kind of doing away with it with for people that are awaiting trial. They're nonviolent. They shouldn't even probably be in jail in the mm. first place because there's no victim in their crime. So it, it's like, let them stay home. They had a plant, you know, or yep. something like that. Like the vast majority of the people that are serving time in the Henry County Jail are there because of drug related issues. That has been widely reported. Somewhere around ninety percent, we know. If and you're if you're nonviolent. We should find a way to get you out. Absolutely. Yeah. Even if they can send you back home on house arrest or something like that. The problem, you know, the house arrest system, unfortunately, it's set up in a way, Cade, that you, you know, you have to pay a monthly fee, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we, we pay $30,000 a year. We're, we're, our, our, our studio is literally 200 feet from the county jail. So I, I point out this way because the county jail is out through mm. this window. Um, we pay $30,000, $35,000 a year to keep somebody in the county jail. Instead of having somebody in there, we try to charge you to have an ankle bracelet on mm-hmm. to, to, to sit at home and be in a uh, in a home release program. And because we have that barrier to entry into that, because these guys don't have a job necessarily, they can't afford to be in the program, um, they aren't in it. So we, instead, we instead of trying to charge somebody for it, we should say, you know, just take it, go, be, you know, report in, do your thing mm-hmm. you're supposed to do. But instead, we spend tens of thousands of dollars keeping somebody in jail. Yeah. Right. Policy decisions that we make. That I also imagine that a lot of this can, is going to be alleviated uh, through technology. Eventually, there's going to be better tracking systems, cheaper tracking systems. It's and I not that that's a good thing. Like this, this feels kind of Orwellian. <laughs> but if we're talking about fixing the problem at a local level, I suppose. No, or but at if least it's a volunteer them. system, right? So if you have the choice, say for whatever reason, you know, somebody's got charges on you, mm. and you have the choice. Hey, would you rather sit in the jail over there? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather consent to, we're going to let you out, but we have this system. We're, we're going to track you. You're going to choose that path. Of course, of course. Well, there, there's already a lot of systems like that in, uh, in a lot of the Scandinavian countries. I think Norway has already got that and got that in place where they basically have a tracking system um, and they for criminals. Um, I read an article this week about uh, uh, Norway, I think it was. Yeah, uh, They basically have an island that they have been using for the testing of contagious animals. Um, they are doing away with the testing facility, and that is where they're going to be sending immigrants to their country now. So if you're an immigrant to Norway, you can only live on that island. And they were talking about the, the tracking system that they have for criminals there, and it's it's kind of like a you have to check in, mm-hmm. but you also have an RFID code, mm. uh, like a card not like a chip implanted mm-hmm. in you yet. We're not that Orwellian. But you have a card, and it can track you like a locator service, mm-hmm. and you have to check into these different government checkpoints every so often, so they're like, oh, mm-hmm. well, he's right there. You know, Logan, he's right here. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon you're just going to be on that island, so we know where we are anyway. It's shocking that they, do, that they don't just, like, track your phone or something, you know? Right, like, uh, you, I... Probably because there's some. Well, I guess you law. just get a new phone. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. yeah. Like, that's uh, why I'm not a police. Just got a new officer. number. <laughs> <laughs> I get outsmarted so easy. <laughs> ah, fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of the other points that they that the detention center task force wanted to bring up was trying to identify some local businesses that are actually going to hire our level five and level six felons, which is kind of a big deal. Uh, my position on that has always been. We as a society or as a civilization, I guess, determined that your crime is worth spending this much time in a facility, on house arrest, uh, money, whatever. Mm. 
And once you have completed that, then your crime is dismissed. Absolutely. You paid back your debt to society is what we call mm-hmm. it. So why why should you, one, not be able to have medical marijuana? Why should you not be able to own a firearm? Absolutely. Why should you not be able to vote? Why should you not be able to be hired? Which being hired is a little bit different because it's a private mm-hmm. enterprise. But all of those things, we we all agree that you paid your debt to society back. Why are we punishing you for the rest of your life further? I think that's horrible. Oh, absolutely! It's it's egregious. Uh, I mean, it's a uh, you create a second class of citizen, basically. I mean, it's and it's uh, it's unfortunate, and it's not impossible to rise above it, though. That's the great thing about America, you know, is that even under the worst circumstances people that are felons or whatever you can still you can still get get out of it right and you can still be very successful there's no barriers to entry in the private market to you know building your own companies or things like that for felonies we absolutely believe in second chances right? yeah absolutely absolutely and there's a lot of private businesses out there that believe in second chances equality of opportunity that's what america was absolutely now should we is there a reform necessary in the criminal justice system you bet your ass there there is i mean there's uh, i mean first off let's Let's stop locking people up for smoking a drug that makes you silly. You know, let's stop yep. demonizing these let's certain stop. things. Let's let's yeah. put the money toward uh, uh, things that we can all agree with. Uh, if if the will of the people is to be done, then you have to listen to what the people want. And it's not uh, it's not locking up kids for smoking pot or, yeah. or that. The boomers are dying off. Eventually, we're going to get there, man. Oh, we just have well, to wait them out. Yeah, I hope. Yeah. We'll very, see. Very grandma enough time. I saw this week fine. New Hope in Oregon for mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, I saw that yeah. uh, for uh, psilocybin mushrooms. Yeah. yeah, somebody was like, "Ah, we wouldn't have people running around tripping balls." And it's like, man, better than you somebody, do now. <laughs> yeah, better than somebody running around drunk. You the, know, the people, are, <laughs> micro <laughs> microdosing uh, mushrooms has yeah. proven to be very effective for yeah. a lot of things. Same with microdosing LSD. There's a lot of different th- uses for a lot of things that have been demonized, and it's so weird. We punish people not because of not because of the effect that it has on a person, but because it's it's seen by other people as like, oh, you feel way too good. Well, we it, need to yeah. demonize this. The justification has it's not necessarily been that the justifications and not in my opinion at least the justifications always been the ancillary crimes. So drug drug use makes you uh, more prone to steal things or commit fraud or commit violence. Right. Yeah. So the idea is you stem it at the source or cut the the head off the snake. Uh, then the you know I, if that's that's I guess you the most uh, you know accepted view of what what's being, what's happening. Um, so this is this but, week we had the it's the uh, the anniversary of prohibition. Mm-hmm. Prohibition was repealed uh, December fifth, probably nineteen thirty three. All right, eighty five years ago. Yeah, prohibition doesn't work. No, absolutely. When you say no, it just creates a black market. Absolutely. So the drug war and so much of the violence that we have, it roots back in the theft, the property crimes that come from it, mm. the the problems we have in families are because of prohibition of drugs. And it's a never-ending cycle. It's a never-ending cycle because took- human beings uh, we're, we're different than the rest of animal nature. We addict to things. We addi- we can addict anything. We can addict to coffee, booze, cigarettes. Uh, I'm hardcore addicted to coffee. Yeah, drugs. Yeah. We Cell adi- phones. We addict to people. Yeah. I mean, it's it's no coincidence that a broken heart and heroin heroin withdrawal share similar uh, uh, what's the word uh, symptoms symptoms. Yeah. symptoms. Yeah. Uh, so addressing why we addict 
and and how to uh, and why it's such a problem in today's society. I think is way, uh, also an important an important aspect of it. Until you can until you can really look at what these uh, these different drugs do, and uh, and and then things like psilocybin that can really that shows so much. Uh, Potential, potential, raw potential. Yeah. And the thing about it is, is it took us eleven years to realize the alcohol prohibition didn't work, and it's taken us way longer than that to realize that the prohibition of marijuana and mushrooms and LSD doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're, you know, we we we're have firsthand evidence right here. Right, we're not condoning that people go out and do drugs. Right, that's not the, that's not the no. Point. That's no. not it's not a but. You can, at the same time, you can realize that, hey, this approach isn't working, yeah. right? The war on drugs is just leading to more violence. Just like, pro, you know, prohibition of alcohol did the mm-hmm. same thing. You know, you don't have yeah. to drink alcohol. You don't have to do drugs. But when you create a black market, you create violence. Absolutely. Right. And, yeah. the, and by the way, you're, you're, creating the, you're creating the, 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 the terrible things you see on the border uh, between the United States and Mexico are because of the war on drugs. We cause that. Uh, it's our bad public policy. So yeah. we'll we'll see where it's going. I, we've talked about it a number of times in the show that the the jail or the detention or the rehabilitation issue is going to be uh, going to be something for watch for a long time. Of course, uh, in our community, uh, there's a potential of a tax increase that's coming. Uh, we've advocated, or at least I did in my campaign, uh, refinancing bonds. Mm. Uh, we've seen the economy is slipping, uh, which is going to make that project even more difficult. Uh, public bond rates are going up; they're increasing, which is going to make it more expensive for counties to borrow. Uh, the longer this takes, the more expensive that bond is going to be. The less, basically, what's going to happen is without a property tax increase or a referendum, uh, you're going to see the actual purchasing power of the county go down. The longer they wait, uh, because the the rate that the county's going to have to pay for that bond, even if you have a triple A AAA or a double A bond rating, uh, you're not going to buy as much. It's just like you're borrowing. You know, you're you're working car finance, yeah. right? Yeah. Absolutely. So as interest rates go up. Uh, say you want to buy a $30,000 car, a year ago it may have cost $250 a month to buy mm-hmm. that car. Now it's $280 a month because interest rates went up. And we've seen the feds raise the interest rate like right. three or four times in the last few months, which is typically good economic policy when, when, when the economy is doing well, but they've, they've really pushed the limits here, I feel like. We're starting to see it weaken. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, we were in the We're Libertarians, uh, the, big, the big chat uh, this morning, Chris Spangle and I had a conversation about, uh, about mortgage rates. Right. And, you know, my rate on my – I refinanced my house in 2016. I got a 15-year rate at uh, two and three-quarters percent. You look today, it's around four and a half, four, 4.3, 4.5, somewhere in that range, uh, because we've seen the Fed raise rates by 2%. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's going to put strain on purchasing power for counties, for, for governments, uh, and for individuals. Uh, so it's an interesting time. It's a difficult time. It's uh, – you know, the, this jail project really for for the county to get the most bang for the buck. This needed to be under. This needed to happen two years ago. Yeah, Kim Cronk. Uh, one important thing I wanted to note is uh, Commissioner Cronk. Uh, he uh, told the Courier Times that he has been having conversations with Fayette County and Hancock County about building a regional jail, which is a point that uh, Jeremiah's campaign uh, this past fall, this past summer hit really hard. We hit hard um, having a regional jail because the state caused the problem of jail overcrowding by uh, putting level six felonies in county jails. So they needed to fix the problem, and one potential solution to that was regional jails. We talked about that on the uh, state senate debate that we hosted here with uh, the potential state senators that we had was building regional jails, and it was very well received by all of them. 
So I think it's interesting that Commissioner Cronk has been having these conversations. Mm-hmm. Commissioner Kim Cronk sounds like somebody that would be hanging out with like Little John and the East Side Boys. <laughs> He's definitely somebody that would have <laughs> Commissioner, Commissioner Kim Cronk <laughs> on the track. <laughs> uh. Yay! <laughs> so what uh, what other ideas do we do we have to bring to the table since you know Commissioner Cronk's been. Uh, obviously, taking our idea of a regional jail, um, you know, I, we are, we're the no, we're the behind the scenes legislators <laughs> of this county. Seems. Can't get elected, but damn it, we can come up with public policy and they can steal it, and that's even better. If yeah. I, if we can just decide what happens and they go implement it, hey, more time, more time for podcasts. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You guys could hire one of the level six felons to be the new Chris. Well, <laughs> Chris, Chris does, is free. Chris so does work that the uh, pretty that the, damn cheap. <laughs> Chris does work that the Mexicans don't want to. Basically, yeah, uh, uh, uh. yeah. Um, I I don't know. It, it, I want to see what's going to happen. Henry, you know, Henry County is going to have to solve this issue. Whether we partner with Hancock County or Fayette County or Rush County is already building their jail. Delaware County, they've got a twenty-five, thirty million dollar plan where they're rehabbing an elementary school. Those are brand new. Bought them for you. You're welcome. Dakota these. found the mixed nuts that he brought I himself. I bought these last weekend. I take credit for them. <sighs> we need to start wrapping this up because we got a whole other segment for the Patreon people we're going to do in the That's other right, room. That's right, we do. We've we got the grappling coming. We've made it through our show notes. It's time for <laughs> final thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. Let's wrap it up. That means, uh, Logan, we're going to start with you. What are your final thoughts? Well, for you're going episode? left to right. We've never done this before. I know. I'm changing it up a little bit. Left to right. You know, I don't like <laughs> it when we change things. <laughs> A whole episode of changes for you, Jeremiah. I've spent the entire episode of my wrapping the uh, my headphone cable up tighter and tighter. What have and tighter you done? Because <laughs> what have it's you done? the only way this cable is shorted out. <laughs> Do you need and a fidget cube? I, I basically, I think my thumb is going to turn purple. Calm down, Rain Man. But uh, <laughs> this is uh, this Rain is the Man, only way the head, headsets are working. <laughs> there, there's eleven. Here. There's eleven listeners right now. <laughs> there are, 11, there's 11, 11, there's eleven listeners. There's a uh, <laughs> Logan Cooks over here trying to do his uh, his final thoughts, and Jeremiah's over here screeching about his cable. No, my my, my final thoughts. Uh, uh, this was a lot of fun, and you guys are uh, kindred spirits, and uh, this is uh, it's been cool. I hopefully we'll uh, get to come back. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed listening to uh, listening to my rants and uh, me try to join in with people that are way smarter than me about politics. Like everything you guys were saying, I'm like, yeah, it sounds cool. Uh, I'm probably just gonna <laughs> play video games though. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a big headache. I don't know why we uh, ever said. You know what? You know how we're gonna make a great podcast? Let's talk about politics in a small town in Indiana. There's a lot to keep up with. We didn't think it would be this. Politics much. is important, and honestly, local politics is probably the most important. It's where you have the most chance of affecting. What I think, I've, since we've been paying attention to local politics, I I have uh, been so accidental on like the national side of things. Yeah. It's, it's just that we want. The national side is just so much more like uh, it's what everyone talks about. So you feel like you have to be informed about well, it. Well, right? and, and like the the policies that you're trying to change at a national level have such a widespread effect. They're just so much more grandiose, you know. So it's right, easier. Yeah. It's easier for people to get behind it. But it's like it's so hard for people to be like, well, so there's 77 people in the Henry County Jail right now. We'd like there to be 50 people. It's like it's that's hard to quantify to people, right? You know? And it's hard to it's hard to go around and tell people, listen. If you elect this man, mm. he's running as a conservative, but he said to me on a show he wants <laughs> to raise your taxes, <laughs> and there is an alternative. Mm. And they're like, they're like, how much is the tax raise? So, well, it's it's point oh two percent. 
They're like just a little fraction. That's like seventy five dollars a year. No, you don't understand. It's the principle behind that. And they're like, no, I can't vote for libertarians because on the national side, Gary Johnson did this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So <coughs> this is at my actual final thought, and it's a question to all of you. Okay. I want to know... If you're going to say, what is Aleppo, we're going to shut your microphone off right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Aleppo is an old wooden ship. Alep is a ball. <laughs> Alep is a ball. You guys remember the memory test? I-step test? Where you had to remember shit? <clears throat> I, didn't, uh, I didn't go to school. You went to homeschool? Yeah. Oh. Can you tell? No, that's cool. That's cool. Did you ever hit on your teacher? <laughs> <laughs> just, just the one. I'm half a teacher. <laughs> just, just the first two times. And then it was over. <laughs> no, nothing wrong with homeschool. Like, the, some of the smartest people I know are homeschooled. And that says a lot. And um, weird. Yeah, right. And, well, yeah, but weird in the best ways. But not all of them. Some of them are weird in the worst the worst eh. ways. I, I, I uh, consider myself a sixth grade dropout. I mean, I was like K through six in public school. So I, I learned to yeah. read and write, and then after that, I was just like a, you know. I had so much fun in public school because when I was in public school, it was like right before they really cracked down on, like, fun. You know, like they brought, like, now there's cops in schools, and it's just, oh, we got away with so much. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I went, uh, okay, cops, hold on. Oh, hold so on so so I, have a, out of my hand I have a good story that I know you're going to appreciate. Okay. okay. Um, whenever I was a kid, a kid, whenever I was in high school, um, I was in the band. No way. And yeah. <laughs> My best friend was also in the band with me. And we, the vice principal of the school used to be the band teacher. Mm. And he loved my friend and I. And uh, like, loved yeah, inappropriately. Loved. There is a, there is a, uh, like a trend at Crawfordsville High School. The band, <laughs> the band, when I was in school, the band this teacher was at, got This uh, was at Try High. He, he diddled some, diddled, and, uh, diddled I some think trombones, the, if you know what I'm, I'm saying. I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations <laughs> is up. Oh. But we could get away with anything. Mm. You've been out of school, school for a thousand days, Dakota. We, I don't <laughs> think it's up. I don't think that word means what you think it means. We, uh, my so, old vice principal dislikes me now. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we, one time after school, we climbed in the ceiling and through a teacher's closet and ended up breaking the ceiling tile oh, because no. we fell through it. Yeah. Uh, we also one time stole the vice pres- the vice principal's master key to the school, and it was for a very innocent reason. We wanted to get into our first period class uh, before everybody else, so that we could set our books down. And the door was always locked. <laughs> You're like Professor Chaos. So we just, <laughs> you know, we did what any logical kid would do, and we stole a master key, and we went and unlocked the uh, the door every morning. One day, we noticed that the uh, camera was pointed to us towards the door because they were frustrated. So uh, we just moved the camera and then unlocked the door. And then eventually every single lock in the building got changed. <laughs> <laughs> so then you had to steal the key again. That's awesome. Yeah. We All right. So look, you had a question. Oh, yeah. A question I, for each of you. What is the, like, where do you differ with classical libertarian uh, ideology? Like, where are you the least libertarian? Oh, that's easy. Yeah, I got a good one. Okay, well, no, each Who do you want to like, start with? Go. Yeah. Uh, you, here, right to my we'll right. We'll start with Dakota. Me. Go ahead, buddy. Okay. Um, well, I'm I'm definitely more pro-life okay. than most libertarians. And I I also, you know, I, I have a view of the libertarian party, especially nationally, that it's more pragmatic. Mm-hmm. And it's not so. it's not anarchist. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're more pragmatic. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the party, there are, there are the yeah. Michigan libertarians that show up but, holding... Uh, 
uh, silicone penises <laughs> right. at the national convention. <laughs> but, you know, in your face. not helpful. I'd, no, no, right? That, you're hurting the cause. Yeah. As a chairman for a, a county party, I like to think that it's more pragmatic. Most libertarians believe that, yes, government does have a role in our society. Um, and, and its role is to make itself as small as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, so I think that. I don't believe in total anarchy. Um, but I, I am definitely more pro-life than a lot of libertarians. Okay. Jeremiah. So for me, the uh, the biggest place I've differed with the uh, with the Libertarian Party has been on uh, on roads and how we fund them. Uh, I, I, it, my day job, <laughs> my, I, I'm in road roads, <laughs> right? So in, in the Constitution, in uh, in it says, hey, we're gonna have postal roads, we're gonna have roads. We all want roads. Everybody wants to pay for them. Uh, we do a terrible job as a government of actually taking road dollars and putting it on roads. Uh, but I am not opposed to fuel taxes, right? We, nobody gets a free ride. So if we want to have great quality interstates, great roads, great county roads, we bitch about them constantly, uh, then I'm okay with fuel taxes. So there was there was a fuel tax that came in a couple of years ago, and I was actually uh, okay with that, uh, which is the unpopular libertarian position. You were okay uh, with it as long as all of the funding actually went yeah, as long, roads. Yeah, as long as, roads, as long as road money goes to roads. You know, they... This this year, the governor dreamed up a plan to refinance the uh, the toll road again, get some extra money, and screw the truckers, uh, and you know whatever. There's going to be a rate. What it is is it is what it is, and you can make decisions if you want to use the toll road or you don't want to use the toll road. Uh, but 100 percent of that money is not going to go to the roads. He's going to send some of it to rural broadband. He's going to pick you know this pet project, that pet project. If you're charging a toll to pay to go on a road, then that money ought to go towards the actual roads mm-hmm. and not towards paths or pedestrian trails or subsidizing Amtrak going to Chicago or something like that. Road dollars ought to go to roads. But right. on the general principle, I'm okay with, with taxes because it's a user fee uh, for that. Now, when you know Indiana just paid $10 million to study road tolling of I-65, I-70, and I-94 in Indiana, uh, potentially taking them from two lanes to three lanes all across the state, I looked at the numbers and they said, hey, you know, we could have an extra billion dollars a year if we, if we screwed the taxpayers and, 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 and charged you to commute on those roads. I looked at it and for my wife to commute from Newcastle to Indianapolis five days a week, it would have been $200 a month. Mm. That wow. would suck. Mm. Yeah, you, would, you, would either, you would either crush 38 and 234 going to Indianapolis or, or, or uh, US 40 going to the city and nobody would use I-70 mm. or um, people are just not going to go. You're going to kill bedroom communities. So places- a lot. Audrey and I went down to Tennessee for Thanksgiving and we got to Louisville at the bridge, which is a toll road. The orb. The yep. ORB. We just decided to get off at the Louisville exit, go through downtown Louisville, and get back on the highway. Yep. You dodge mm-hmm. the $4 toll. Yeah. Yeah, that's the uh, that's what happens. You know, I, I support toll roads, but it's a voluntary thing, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to drive mm-hmm. on them, you want to go through quicker. You know, you drive through Atlanta, and you go at 2 o'clock in the morning, and you can drive in the toll lane, and it's it's uh, it's you pay a price for the extra speed. Sure. Right. So it's like three cents to drive in the toll lane at one in the morning when nobody's in it. You want to drive in it during rush hour, it's an extra two or three dollars. Well, just so much rather be paying that to a private company that was maintaining the right. roads. <laughs> and that's what happens that's what happens on the northern Indiana toll road where they lease it to the to this sure. big consortium. Uh you know, who knows? Who knows where it's gonna go long term, but that's uh, that's where I differ. Okay, you know, yeah. I, I always say I'm a libertarian, but I'm okay with stoplights and stop signs. Yeah, right. a, li- a little bit of order. I'm a libertarian that thinks driver's license are okay. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, in Indiana, we have, uh, you know, we our constitution says we have to have public schools. Mm. So we have this fight with the guy that used to be our national chairman, who showed up at uh, at a state convention a few years ago, a guy named Irvin Vora, who uh, who's a nightmare of a of, of a person. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're a horrible person. <laughs> 
and he was bitching about you know our our, our party policy here, and the biggest thing we were worried about was Sunday sales and legalizing you know getting getting alcohol for people on Sundays because yeah. it was a low hanging fruit sure. item. We've talked about it for a long time, and it actually happened. And we were big we were big contributors to sure. that. But he was talking about well, you need to eliminate public schools. You need to get rid of big things like that. Well, our state constitution says in Indiana we're going to have public schools. Yeah. So let's let's it's the art of the possible. Sure. That's uh, that's a very good way to put it. Yeah. Very good way to put it. Okay. I mean, obviously we can reform public schools, but you know. now Chris Guffey was here earlier. He's going to talk about how you just steal steal money from the federal for, through the federal government as a farmer. You just line in your yeah. pockets as a fake farmer. Well, it's it's hard to find anyone that doesn't use that kind of government assistance. But I would say it goes down. To, it comes back to pragmatic tax use. Um, you know, the staple of libertarianism is, you know, taxation is theft, but there's things that we do need. There's things that we do need yeah. small government for. Um, I would say it comes down to that. You and I are very similar libertarians yeah. in that we're both very constitutional libertarians. Yeah. Yeah. And it's more of just this is the avenue that government can be scaled back more realistically in our lifetime. Yeah. Because the Republicans are doing a horrible job at it, even yeah. though they campaign on it. Yep. I, I look at the other the, what we call Sam Goldstein, uh, former state chairman. He's on the National Committee now, a guy from Indianapolis. He calls them the old parties. The Democrats and Republicans are the old parties. Mm-hmm. They've been around forever, and you know we're, we're only 40 years old. Um, talks about the old parties and the way they operate. And I, I, I get so irritated at how pure a Republican will act like they are until they're actually in charge. Oh, of course. Right. So. They're for limited government. They're for lower taxes. And then, you know, Paul Ryan is is the guy that they're showing in, in on camera, throwing grandma off the cliff, right? He becomes the Speaker of the House, and they have the biggest deficits in the history of the United States while he's the Speaker. I, His, he is in charge of the budget. They control the purse, purse, purse strings. And if your party's in charge, you are all for growing the government. Yep. The uh, yeah. You just... Yeah, you can't help but feel that these guys that get into it with that mindset, it's like trying to turn a battleship with a you know a straw, yeah. or with an oar. It's just the, never gonna. The hypocrisy that's is a really what good I can't analogy. stand. I like it's that. Never, it's just there's so much momentum going against it. So yeah. I, the nice thing about being uh, being a member of the Libertarian Party is I don't have to be a professional hypocrite, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. I, see, mine would be open borders. I'm not an open borders guy. I think that's crazy talk. I'm also not an open borders guy at the current moment. Yeah. I think that open borders could be achieved um, if other if other planks of the libertarian platform were also achieved, mm. and we had this utopia that we dream about. Then open borders could happen. Utopias, uh, but utopias are dependent on one in one thing, in my opinion, and that is a fundamental human morality. Well, a fu- yeah, a fundamental misunderstanding of human nature. And I yeah. think that's a big difference between liberals and conservatives. Liberals view human nature or humans as intrinsically good, while I think many conservatives, and I think rightfully so, I think we're not necessarily intrinsically evil, but we have such we have capacities for both. Well, you have to have a certain idealism as a libertarian uh, with lib- with limited really? government. See, I think, yeah, I think yeah. so because I don't think liber- I don't think liberals specifically think that people are inherently good. I think to believe that Do you people... think government is inherently good? If I government think, is better yeah. than you are, right? Well, they, I think that can, to believe that people are inherently good means that you can trust people to run their own lives. Interesting. That's an interesting point. The biggest, and the, if people the biggest are problem, just horrible, then you need a big nanny state to run their lives I guess, for them. I guess where, where I'm coming from is this idea that there are, there's not evil in the world. And there's not bad people in the world, and there's okay, not yes. other countries. That, yeah, I believe uh, that definitely I agree do, with not, you there. do not do uh, not value American uh, uh, 
the ideologies that make us what we are, you know. You know, they don't believe in they don't believe they don't that believe culture liberty, is significant. Freedom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yes, exactly. But it's, but it's about individuals. To me, it's an individual thing, mm-hmm. right? You, you you wrap yourself in the in the flag of nationalism, and it's 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 really a whole lot of individuals. We vol- you know, I live in the United States because I you know I was born here, sure, and I you know I understand the laws of the nation, and I appreciate the liberties that we have, and I don't want to live anywhere else. Absolutely. Uh, but I think that if somebody else wants to move here and, and you know yeah. do what it takes to be an American, then yeah, then and, absolutely come in and adopt the. Morals, customs, values of America. I'm not. That, even, I'm not as worried about the customs as long as you live within the law or the spirit of the non-nonviolence. You get along. You know. Yeah. Now, see, I'm. I'm, much, I'm not as. I'm not a protectionist of. Mm. You know. This. Well, this is where we live, and this is what. Sure. Live any way you want to. Just don't hurt somebody else. No, and yeah. I, I'm fine with that too. But I think that a lot of. The, I think that is. Ideally, American. Right. The idea that now, the the, the the open borders thing. <clears throat> We have a huge magnet here, right? Mm. If you can get in, then you know we have yeah, free schools. Absolutely. And we have potential. You have to, you know, we have we have what turns into free health care, and we have all of these magnet largest items. problem. I would say it, is the welfare. It, state. If we can get rid of the welfare state or get yeah. it under control, then that solves a whole lot yeah. of the problems with open borders. You know, we don't have also the war on drugs. Yeah, but it 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 it's also it there is finite resources and finite. Uh, you can't just you can't just have a floodgate open. Yeah. Bring in everyone. I, so I, I feel like that culture a, is important, and I believe that our culture our, is very important oh, yeah, to I, our way of life. Yeah, I, I think the the this I, this <laughs> leftist postmodern concept that all cultures are equal is horse dung. I I completely agree. The West is the best. We. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Other there there are better and worse cultures. We can. There's nothing wrong with saying that ours is the best. <laughs> but I'll go on but I think. But if people are coming here. It's because it's going to win, yeah. right? So yes, it, it should. It's, it's the it idea. Should. I don't think that somebody's going to come in and you're not. It should, but what we're that's not what we're seeing. We're seeing this balkanization of a uh, of um of ideals when people well, get here and these these insular communities. I mean, Detroit this, is primarily. I mean, it might as well be Somalia. You see that, this. There's war on, an idea. The war on Christmas and the fear, and mm. this this year the cycle has been even worse of the you know. The Me Too, mm. where you can't sing certain songs, mm. and and all of a sudden Veggie Tales is a problem, and they're, they're I think it's a lot day of it, after day of clickbait uh, clickbait mm. things, but I exactly. think I think that what's what it's it's caused people to say no the hell with it. I you, you guys, I think people see through it and they yeah. realize that it's just people yeah. screaming on the internet. Sure. You're it's, right, it's clickbait nonsense, yeah. and the vast majority of people don't believe any of it. There's this tiny minority that is very very loud. That is seen everywhere in every single level of politics mm-hmm. where you get people that are very loud and people who just go, well, it's been okay, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to say anything about it. And the loud people end up making the biggest ruckus. Yeah. Um, but back to your point about you know saying the West is best, uh, there, was a con- there was a concept in early American immigration that we... It, you know, naturalization. Yes, exactly. Where you, where you come into a, a country, and it it's very very important for the country that you come into to respect your culture, sure. but also for you to mutually respect their culture and try to integrate into it as well. Um, and I think that a lot of immigrants really do try to do that. I think mm-hmm. the vast no, majority think so of immigrants try so to too. do that. And but the uh, the current state of media has perpetuated this image of immigrants that uh, try to hate anything that has to do with the West because it's good for clicks, and it tries to drive up 
this sensationalism. But the, the because problem- it, we have seen it in mm-hmm. European countries. Mm-hmm. It Absolutely. has happened. It hasn't happened here yet, but we try to. But the media tries to capitalize on this on this event that's happened in Europe, mm-hmm. and try to say, "Look, this is what's going to happen to America." But I th- I think that we have enough protection in place already to keep that from happening here, hmm. and our culture is vastly different from that in mm-hmm. Europe. But I, I I also feel like that what the media is doing is, um, it's. Trump's election was essentially a bomb that exploded and sent everyone to the far reaches of either party, I feel like, in a lot of ways. Yeah. And and these people on the left, uh, anything, I'm trying to think of how to put this. <clears throat> when they don't want to think, look at the fact that um, that, that the idea that you can rank cultures, right? So we have to. So they come here, or you right. know, the, the the media will say, it's "Oh, the, it's, it's the structure for, that's yes, wrong." It's yeah, it's, right. and the, it's America is wrong for for its ideals, and, the, and I feel like there's so much in the, in, especially like being pushed on the far left, you know, that uh, American exceptional exceptionalism is bad, and that thinking that it's a good idea for people coming here from other cultures to assimilate, or thinking that that's a racist concept, that's what drives me crazy. And the problem is, is that. People by uh, in large, not not just people from other countries, but people from America everywhere. Most people are not very well informed, and most people are not very intelligent. So yeah. it, they're easily they're easily led and uh, manipulated. So especially the youth right now, they they you know they see all the people in pop culture, et cetera, et cetera, embracing all of these just wacky commie policies and, and ideas, and and then that that's what scares me. It's what scares me is this generation coming up that has, I mean. The the inability to sense bullshit I've never seen no, I've it, never seen it, a group it is of people. very strange it is very strange because we have a media that is perpetually portraying uh, the the opposite side mm. as blatant evil mm-hmm. but it exactly. happens on both sides oh it sure does like you know it's I like just you feel, said it's I'm, very polarizing I feel like it's but ra- it's a- hard it would be it's very hard to be a person who's coming forth into American mm. politics for the first time and trying to decide and going oh my god who do I believe I think like, where is this line I think we've, we've and that's where we turn. need to come into we've that's where as libertarians is centrist pure clickbait <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it, and and what we because that's what gets everybody fired up sure. so it, as we see stories that's the that's the thing that then recharges the people on the on the right side of the argument, because you see this in, you know, the flames get fanned, mm-hmm. and then you get lit up on the right hand side or the left hand side. Then you come back and you, you put on your war paint and you go back for another battle. Mm-hmm. So, man, we are getting to the point where we do need to wrap it up so that we can <laughs> we can do this. We can we can do what we've we've promised to the Patreon people and do a roll. Yeah. Uh, Logan, Woo. how do we how do we follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Facebook, uh, Logan Cook. Um, my pit, my profile picture is a dumb picture of me and my friend with a car. Uh, it's a Top Gear logo too. With the top, yeah. Somebody funny. added that on there, and I was like, "That's <laughs> hilarious." Uh, it's at the underscore loge l o g e on Instagram. I think it's at the loge all one word on Twitter. Uh, my email is logan five one four six at gmail dot com. So you can send me send me something on there if you'd like. Uh, yeah, just add me on Facebook, follow me, and uh, that's where I post my comedy dates. Also, check out Mad Hatter Productions on Facebook. That's a, I do a lot of shows with them. Uh, they're good people. So, uh, And you can check out my business page, Logan at Edder Ford. So, Thanks for cool, having me, guys.
All right, Cade, uh, real quick uh, with you as, as we're doing final thoughts. You've got your prototype here tonight for the uh, yeah, I'll or the it, Mac I'll put or it the, uh, the John Chow display. Yeah. Uh, if, you have a, if you have a mount at home on the wall and you want to change the way that it looks, you put these together and you've got a dual hinge mounting system. You mount it to the wall, you mount one to the back of the, of the mount. And you can swing it on the wall to give it any angle that you would like. So back in the day, there used to be paintings that where the eyes would follow mm. you. Now the deer can follow you. Yeah. it's. Uh, when are you going to put a small motor on it? Yeah, I need to. Make That'd be cool. Remote That's, control. Make That's it version like version big 2.0. Bass. Yeah. So, so somebody's Hello, my honey. Hello, my darling. So, Hello, my darling. It's, just, it's just a little project that I came up with. So you are going to be no, selling super those. Cool. And very if, ingenious. If you would like to buy one, they're $30. And if you mention that you saw this on the Boss Hog Liberty or podcast. Or you heard it on the Boss Hog podcast. I, I will take that $30 and I will put it right back into the fund for the for the podcast. And it will pay for the heat. And next week, maybe we can have it to 67 degrees in yep. here. And if you just live out of state or out of here anywhere, I'll ship it to you. You know, it'll be $30 plus shipping and handling. There we but, go. Uh, we'll get it to you. I, I'm just tired of seeing your nips be so damn hard in here. And I feel bad that it's so cold. Yeah, chilly. <laughs> it's like David Letterman's studio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final thoughts uh, from Dakota. Got anything? Uh, no, I got everything out whenever I was over here talking to Logan. <laughs> <laughs> it was therapy. All right, so uh, next uh, Sunday, I'm going to be on the Juice in the Morning podcast. We're negotiating to get Dakota on there as well. Uh, Justin Cook and those guys. Uh, yeah, what the heck? They just reach out to <laughs> Jeremiah. No, <laughs> I started it. I, I bought my way on. I, like everything else, I bought my, my way on the show. Uh, or Justin Kelly, rather. Uh, I, I made the I joined their group dollar a month or whatever uh, and uh, kicked it in. We had talked about being on their show two or three four months ago. It didn't work out. So Sunday night I'm going to record. I'm going to try to get Dakota on there too. We're we're negotiating. We'll find a way. Uh, so we're going to be on there, and then uh, Justin will be on our show later. Uh, Logan, I know, has been talking about trying to do a podcast on his own. So. I'm going to self-invite myself on your yes, show. You, you're more than welcome to when, come on uh, when it happens. We are working on all of uh, the particulars, like, and it's uh, to be quite honest, coming here, it is so discouraging. The la- like, I, like, like, I'm thinking about like our equipment, like how we're going to set it all up, and I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, as you were saying, and I'm like, I wonder. We started with like, like three hundred dollars worth of rent their studio or something. <laughs> Well, the problem is, is we're you know halfway between Indianapolis and Dayton. I'm amazed that people actually show up here and yeah. come and visit. But it's uh, it it I'm and I'm very thankful you came. Oh man, thanks for having me. Man. Um, awesome. This this show this show we're a year and a half in. This is episode ninety tonight, and we started around a table in my living room. That's awesome. With uh with a with a borrowed board from Chris Spangle and a laptop, and uh, and a few microphones that I bought for like twelve dollars on on uh, Amazon on a probably on a Black Friday special and we've grown from there. See, yeah. I better hurry your wife is not happy with you. Uh-oh. Nah. Let's, wrap it, <laughs> well, Let's she, wrap it up guys. What nah. she's already mad who cares, right? Oh, whatever. Yeah. How much more mad could she get? Yeah. Let's it's test like, it. Let's find out. It's like uh what water's wet once you're once you're in the pool you're wet. <laughs> uh, she's pissed. What are we going to do? That's the that's spoken like a man with a prenup. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. She's uh, she's got an agenda. I don't know what it is. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, so Sunday will be on that. Logan, we're gonna get you. Uh, gonna get you going on a podcast. We'll, you know, you definitely don't need the studio lights and the camera and everything else. Uh, you could build up to it. Oh and yeah. Honestly, a, a Zoom H6 and a couple of microphones and you're in business. That's awesome. a studio in a box right there. So that's awesome. Uh, appreciate everybody following, listening to the show. Uh, we're gonna go to the next room over. We're gonna record something. It'll be in the Patreon feed. It'll be in the uh, Insider group on. Uh, 
If, once you join our Patreon, you get put, put in a special uh, group on Facebook that uh, only is for the Patreon people, $5 a month and above. And uh, we'll have the video over there. So either uh, Cade's going to have the most miraculous victory we've ever seen in our life, <laughs> or uh, and, and we're going to break Logan's back. Oh, yeah. or, we're going to uh, prove that or what we expect. works. Yeah, it definitely works. One way or another, it works. Cade's going to leave with another tooth missing. So we will see you guys next week. And next week, you got, uh, you got an official announcement on our show, or on our guest next week? Not yet, no. Not yet. Mm. But we're in negotiations. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. Vagaries. All right. I heard his name rhymes with Milan Husk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll have Elon Musk next week, and uh, everybody gets a, a, a Tesla. Yay. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network. And I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.